be advised, some content in the podcast may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. A world nearly destroyed by a cataclysm. Saved by the actions of heroes long gone. A world that has survived, recovered, and even thrived. This is the world of Tyr. Here, the descendants of those heroes and the other survivors of the cataclysm have built great nations, the eight pillars that support the world. Nearly 1,500 years after the cataclysm, the world is one of relative calm. However, beneath this veneer of peace, great forces move. With every shift and shudder, they threaten to disrupt the delicate balance that keeps the pillars standing. Now, across the world, knowingly or not, people must become heroes, or the pillars will fall and Tear will be no more. Join us as we follow some of those heroes and see their struggles to keep their world from destruction. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Helpful Ghost Presents Tear Moon Tree Isle. My name is Gola Trainer, and I am one of the founders and uh, also the programming director of Helpful Goat Gaming, a small independent game design and game content creation community. And I'm also your DM for this evening, as the nameplate below me suggests. Uh, before we get to. I'm just seeing are people having buffering problems. We'll just wait. Did you just but... say Mick buffering problems? Mick buffering? No. Is this an order That's not what I heard. Are we in the chat room? I, like, like, I was like, I'm, pre I'm prepared for that might have been what I said, but. Um, <laughs> uh, so, tonight we will be playing in the world of Tyr, uh, and we will uh, get to introductions and a recap of what happened last time shortly, but first I am going to go through just a couple of quick announcements before we get to the fun uh, as I mentioned, Helpful Goat Gaming is a community around game design and game content and also just uh, supporting each other and being there for each other. If you'd like to join the hub of that community, exclamation point Discord in the Twitch chat or the link down in the description if you're catching this on YouTube. Um, we have a great time. We play uh, sort of community board game nights. We do movie nights. It's a really good time. Exclamation point Donate highlights a cause that we are focused on at the moment. Uh, right now we are doing Hope for Haiti in the wake of a devastating earthquake, tropical storm season, which is getting worse each year. Um, Haiti could really use some assistance, so if you have uh, the energy, the resources, uh, etc., we encourage you to find a charity that supports uh, Haiti and in some aspect of what you want to do. Hope for Haiti is a highly rated one on Charity Navigator and they provide lots of different types of services, which is why we've chosen that. But really, um, any number of support organizations are working in Haiti right now and are uh, desperately needed. There's my cat, Calcifer. Um, exclamation point merch takes you to the merch store uh, where right now we have this. Uh, yes. The artist highlight series just chipped. of uh, 
Um, Maquette Tumble Down, done by our very own Chelsea with the Artist Highlight Series. All of the profits from that go to the artists in our community um, who do such beautiful work. Uh, so please, I encourage you, check that out. Um, it will not be in store permanently because we don't want to rotate through on the Artist Highlight Series. Uh, so take the chance if you can get it. And uh, I'm looking forward to having that on my wall. Um, the, uh, that was merch. Also, you can get a Moon Tree Bug. Or a moon tree shirt. I mean, or a goat and stoat shirt. <laughs> um, we stream here on Twitch multiple times a week. Coming up next week on Thursday, we will have uh, Spire. On Friday, yeah. we will have Tier Moon Tree Isle again um, as we continue uh, the excitement. And uh, also in the Discord, this isn't fully programming, but uh, tomorrow uh, we will have Debbie GMing her first game as she does some Goat Crashers, one page RPG by Grant Howitt, which we are all super looking forward to. So you can come in, if you're in the Discord, come in, hang out, uh, have fun with that. I think that covers all of my announcements. Uh, we are going to be doing a slightly shorter session uh, today. Uh, we have a couple people with an early morning tomorrow, so we're going to be uh, wrapping up a little quicker, and we'll probably also do a slightly shorter break in the middle. Uh, but so, to assist that, I'm going to turn it over to you all with what happened last time, and don't forget Chelsea poem. Are we doing intros? Intros. I'm Galway. My sure? pronouns are he, him, his. I am the DM. I'm going to pass it to Chris. Pass it to me. Hi, I'm Chris. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, hers. I play Catch, a tabaxi fighter. Pronouns are he, him, his. And I have uh, Eliza. Uh, and uh, uh, I can't remember. Uh, I think it was Eliza. We're just going to go with Eliza because my brain stopped. She had said that her pronouns were uh, she, her, though yes. she does use plurals when uh, speaking. She yes. uses we That's why I was when confused. speaking. We, yes. So we're just going to say Eliza is Eliza because Eliza is all-encompassing. And so I will pass it to my power bottom, Rachel. <laughs> Hi, it me. I'm Rachel. <laughs> um, I use she, her, hers pronouns, and I play Nero, the Fearbolg monk, who doesn't have any issues with fire or morality. And he uses he, him, his. And I'm going to pass it to my power this side, Sam. That's a, that's my a term. One. Yep, it sure is. Power this side. Yeah. Uh, I mean, wait, sometimes you need it quick. from the side, okay? Is Rachel your power that side and Heather your power this side? Is it like a directional left-right thing? Yeah. Uh, well, that would when... make him a power middle. Well, yeah, when you want to be sandwiched, you know. Uh-huh. You want this side and that side. Heather and I are bread. Okay, there we go. I play Dent, the uh, enchanted enchanting knight, and uh, I'm going to mix things up, and I'm going to pass it up that way. Whoa. 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 <laughs> hey. Uh, my name is Elise. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I play Minoro, who's a human rogue. I almost said human fighter. Why? She's reclassed. <laughs> you said long rest, right? Anything goes. Anything goes. Um, no, Mino is still a rogue. Um, human rogue. And uh, her pronouns are she, her, hers. And now I will uh, gently drop it down to Heather. 
gently drop um, it. Yes. Drop it. Gently. Drop it like it's delicate. You, yeah. you know, off screen, you don't know what got dropped. Yep. And I'm really squishy bread, so you know, it can be caught <laughs> gently too. Right, please, 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 helpful quotes. I'm really squishy bread. <laughs> Not me. I'm hard bread. <laughs> stale bread. I'm stale <laughs> bread that's been left out for a stale week. Bread. Rachel Get ready for hard croutons, pack. baby. <laughs> well, this bread's pronouns are she, her, hers, as are the dwarf Ressa that I play. And um, Ressa is a cleric of the forge. And um, that's, I think, all I need to say. It is all you need and, to say. And all of us are about to get this bread, right, Galway? <laughs> uh, I will take poem uh, tonight, and then you all can fill in recap. They say, beauty is in the eye of the beholder fish. OMG, Mr. Jimble's painting skills are everything we could have hoped to wish. Time to infiltrate the system, seeking information and discovering more lore. A perfect balance of chaos and fun will no doubt be in store. The pieces are connecting together, but so much left to do. Much love to your crew. I can see and hear you. Thank you so much, Chelsea. Uh, and a reminder, Chelsea not only gives uh, amazing art for poems every time we stream, but also uh, has the beautiful art for McKeck in the shop right now. So go check that out. So yeah, uh, with that, uh, what happened uh, last time? Am I, uh, camera, phone? Nope, microphone. That's what you are. Pick up my voice better, please. Okay, thanks. It's fine. We're here. Uh, uh, the very first thing that happened is I went and got a terrarium jacket for um, all of my lovely plants and animals, soon to be plural, uh, to live in. Uh, and me and it can, you know, it can blend in nice and they can all have a nice space for Jebediah and Rachel. And um, uh, yeah. Oh, and... I made a really great phone call where I didn't mess anything up and I didn't lie. And I talked to that detective whose name I forgot to write down as if Damn I write hot. anything down. What do I mean? Forgot to write down Rachel. <laughs> admit it. I don't write notes. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, yeah, I talked to detective Sancott about the Bessie by boys, Denrick and Timmel. And uh, we all kind of figure, even though, we didn't lie, but we didn't, we weren't straightforward. We figured out that we were from the same time and they were them and we're going to try and get them out of here with us. So that's exciting. Yes. It was beautiful. Uh, we also came up with a, um, a way to tell that the other party had not been compromised. And that was going to be by setting up a time and location of whenever it is we're meeting, wherever that may be. Uh, and the lines are, we're going out for pineapples tomorrow. And then their response has to be at the beckoning stranger. Um, uh, also, uh, Ketch and Dent caught a beholder fish again, miraculously. There must be a lot of them. This might be a problem. Who knows? Um, <laughs> or it could uh, only be one that loves you. There, it could just be the one that's really into me. Um, yes, you know. and made you hit catch. <laughs> yeah, and no, I don't recall this happening. So, you know, I have plausible deniability. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, then we got photographic evidence of the existence of this beholder fish, which was then sent to uh, 
catches liaison friend zigzag. Uh, zigzag and they just went nuts and now that little beholder fish is internet fame um and uh what else happened i don't really remember uh wise Wiseman told us about <clears throat> increased security at Moonwatcher Microsystems, which is probably because of the loss of that assault team, which was us killing that assault team. Um, and we also learned a lot about the time instability. They showed us, she showed us the graph um, or data about it uh, and how since we've arrived, things have gotten much worse. And we kind of theorized on why that might be um uh, but there's also like the locale of where these things are happening. Was that right? Am I thinking of this right? Um, up until now, events were tied to spikes. That's it. Okay. So we know that these spikes are happening. And previously, Wiseman had been able to track and trace spikes and events. And now we're seeing spikes, but not knowing what events are causing them. Um, either because no events are causing them or because those events are behind locked doors essentially to us and we don't know what's going on so since our arrival unclear what phenomena is causing the spikes um and possibly it's inside dracon core labs which is kind of our working theory right now um and then in order to get into uh foro's kind of subsidiary which is moon watcher microsystems um we've been given gene masks which allow us <laughs> to appear like an employee so somebody could do that um yeah, just one a, gene mask right one okay yeah so we require someone to undergo an unpleasant transformation and one of us would have to do this um but it would let us kind of like get in and like seem as if we are just uh, employees um or the one person we need a driver for the car which we think will be asana uh and we were given various tools including hack pads um and then they do have security but they're not in arms like factory or weapons dealer uh so we're uh yeah that's and then we were kind of left with the option of like how do we want to plan our heisty hacky break-in I did want to quickly ask Galway based on that the note. Uh, so we, um, we're getting this truck, right? It's not it's not like a small transport car. Correct. Like we're, so it's gonna be big enough that if someone happens to mas- magically snap their uh, greatsword into existence, it's not gonna burst oh, yeah, out no. any windows. No, 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 there's plenty of room in there for all of you. Uh, you're you're going to be sort of disguised a little bit behind some packing crates, but there is no reason to assume that they're going to be doing a lot of security checking of what's coming in. Um, this is a microsystems uh, manufacturer, so they do like circuitry and they also do some higher level fabrication of like mechs. The truck that you're in is basically uh, metal. Uh, so they're expecting to see lots of pallets of metal. That will be what's at the back of the truck. And then you'll be able to get out presumably um, you have disguises both as uh, Dunwing employees, which would be the people who'd be responsible for like loading and unloading the metal, or for Moonwatcher employees who are working in this facility. Um, the gene mask would make it seem like the, the person who uses the gene mask uh, would, to the best of Paragon's understanding, um, have the right to access the terminal's 
that you would need to get to for to get this data. So kind of the the high level of this is you in some way need to get to a terminal in one of the buildings at Moonwatcher Microsystems. How you want to get there, you've been provided some basic tools. Um, the only two things that uh, Wise Man very much suggested are not just an all-out assault because they're not a they're not a military company, they're not an arms dealer, but they have security. It's going to be almost certainly too much if you just try to assault. There are so many bread puns happening. Um, <laughs> it's very distracting. <laughs> and the other is pure stealth. Like, no one ever knowing you were there, sneaking in, not having any special access. That's just going to be very hard because of the... Yeah, that's that's us. <laughs> that's our style. That's yeah. going to be very difficult because of the level of security and oversight. So kind of what Wise Man suggested is you could have someone try to set a diversion in the area outside the facility or even inside the facility. You might want to use the disguises so that you're seen, you're there, but it's not alerting security. The gene mask could get someone right up to that terminal. Um, Dent cannot use the gene mask. Uh, and to cover the uh, unpleasant effects above the table, it is four levels of exhaustion uh, while you have the gene mask on. Um, it, Aren't you basically dead at four levels of exhaustion? You have disadvantage on skill checks, half movement speed, half max HP, and disadvantage on attack rolls. Uh, basically so dead. You're okay. basically dead. Uh, you have not, you have not, the next level your speed drops to zero, and then the next level you're dead. Um, so this isn't something that you're going to have to to uh, i i'd include a note for the players it it requires essentially very minor surgery to put in but this is not like a software or like a you know like a recording device like you see in a heist movie where it's like i'm going to activate the bug when i like i'm sitting at the table you you can't do that you're gonna whoever has the gene mask is going to sort of have it for the duration of this heist um and then after that, you can be fine. Um, so, yeah. And Dent cannot use the gene mask, given that Dent does not have genes. Okay. I do have Here's... metal pants, though. hey <laughs> Minnow has, like, one of the data pads open, and we have, like, heist plan written at the top. Um, and the first thing on the list is play to our strengths. And underneath that, we have shooting our allies. Um, <laughs> and kidnapping Topi Topiary. Um, and then Minnow looks at everybody else and is like, so? Uh, any other ideas? Yeah. For, to, to ease your mind, well, whoever ends up wearing or taking the gene mask, um, I took a spell called Death Ward, which... Um, <laughs> helps because um if you drop to zero hit points as a result of taking damage you instead drop to one hit point and then yeah so it, it gives you um an out uh that way instead of dropping to zero you can just drop to one but then the spell ends um Galway, just out of curiosity, if someone were to have this gene mask on and someone did a greater restoration on them, would that relieve level of exhaustion? Uh, no, because it's essentially the the gene mask interfering with your body. Okay. Well, actually, let me let me let me let me uh, amend that. Yes, 
you would cure the level of exhaustion and then instantaneously afterwards it, it would again. reapply you to four levels yeah. for, for sure i don't have okay. fifth level spells yet yeah no that's fine i was just curious like you know if how i guess it affects you is it like a you put it on and it becomes it's the process not the wearing it's of the right? thing it's is it, yeah it just is essentially curious. making you read as another biological entity and that so it's kind of constant fucks you ongoing up. okay uh yeah so i mean in the interest of time like should we over the table like say we're gonna do a combo of like stealth and and not stealth here i've right? also popped yeah. you into uh, a map view on roll 20 and i'm showing people this this is just meant to be a very simple map of the facility uh the main entrance if you were using a truck is going to be down in the southeastern corner um uh hey there there you go uh it, down there um the the parking is in the southwestern corner uh is the building there and then the northwestern corner is the building that will have uh the terminals the big building in the middle is the fabrication hangar. So if we go in, in the truck from Dunwing um, Metallurgic, where would they direct us? Like, where's the loading dock? Would that be on the central building? Can't hear you. Mm, push to talk. <laughs> uh, because I, because I stream my roll 20, it flickers really weirdly when I do the ping so that people can see it. But just for me, not for stream. But for me, like, my circle is still flickering in and out of existence on my view of it, and the map keeps breaking. Uh, from what uh, Wise Man has been able to ascertain, they would take you to the southwestern building first, and then from there would uh, probably take you to a loading bay and, yeah, the central building. Okay. People are I able... Okay, I was like... I Sorry, I just saw... I looked down and out of the corner of my eye, I saw Heather adjusting, like, earbuds. I'm like, can people still not hear me? Okay, so let's. Can we all just be wearing uniforms, kind of generic, like you know, warehouse worker type uniforms to be like we're here, uh, we're the unloading team from Dunwink, and have one person do the gene mapping if we need to to get us into the building, Uh, and we can at least use that much to get us in, kind of through. Uh, We can unload stuff into the first building if we need to, and then at that point kind of break away from this ruse maybe go stealth to get ourselves although we're still going to be in the truck so well i mean we can walk it's just that's a really long distance to try to think that we can just like you know i'm thinking i'm just hearing the looney tunes stealth yeah emperor's new groove cronk like the pressed up against the wall like everyone's just like um well if if everyone is wearing unloading team t-shirts can i also wear one absolutely we don't discriminate here at Dunwing Manufacturers or whatever it's called. <laughs> All employees, regardless of origin, body wear, material, wear the team T-shirt. And in fact, what we're gonna do is we're gonna like have like a like an anniversary T-shirt or something where it's like, did you know that it's like you know you just gotta lean into the lie. It's like Dunwing's fifteenth anniversary as a company, and like everyone's gonna be like, "Cool!" And we'll be like, "Yeah, we've got cake back at the main warehouse. It's really cool." Um, they gave us all these t-shirts, cupcakes in the truck. Yeah, just you know, to really help <laughs> Um I will casually Google on my data pad this this Dunwing uh, and see what casual lie I could tell about uh, the corporate why we'd all be wearing special occasion t-shirts, and then I will have us. I will pay for special occasion t-shirts to be made for everybody. Uh, you 
Okay, yeah, you, you look that up. I don't think this requires any checks because you're just doing basically public uh, information access. Um, you do see that they've uh, opened uh, essentially a new uh, series of facilities. Perfect. Beautiful. Um, grand opening t-shirts. That's absolutely what they're going to be. And we've all been encouraged to wear them for casual Tuesday. Um, scissors? Can I Can I have large scissors? To go, yeah, just the really big, overly they, large. Scissors. They send every team that goes out during yes. the grand opening with large um, scissors. Galway, do uh, comically large scissors count as a monk weapon? <laughs> I'm saying no. Damn it! Can can we take? I feel like I've seen comically large uh, scissors in Shaolin Showdown, so I don't know. Uh, I mean, can we take the time I, to make I cupcakes? Mean, to help sell the lie. Yes, so you are at this point in the afternoon. Can we put a, a sleeping potion in the cupcakes? <laughs> Don't put diarrhea stuff in there. It's not pulling <laughs> Ava. Yeah. Um, so, we could put something uh, psycho psychedelic in there just you, to kind of mess with them a little. You are currently in the afternoon um, and then you would essentially uh, wise man because some of this does depend on like are they expecting a shipment etc it would be tomorrow evening so you're going to have a long rest in and i'd already said that to heather uh she was asking about changing some spells you absolutely know you're going to do this if if you are in fact pulling the trigger on this and yeah you do have time to get stuff fabricated to get stuff made um if you wanted to try to lace the cupcakes to give uh yeah what uh what should i roll for finding drugs Galway? <laughs> we can lace them with fish Look for drugs. The beholder fish. This is actually oh. not a terrible idea, except that we would first have to successfully capture it, which we have not done yet. Oh. I disagree. Dent has successfully captured it twice. Right. It's then just left. It, but not what? captured. Ressa oh, that's true. Through through the bag. Try to, yeah, and it. Uh, uh, I would say that this is uh, essentially a, a, a street smarts check, which I would give as wisdom. Uh, and I would say that Minnow for illicit activities probably does have proficiency in this. Cool. I was going to say, because like my criminal contact business as my criminal background, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have a have feature like that where much... I, I, you can't you can't sort of directly like you don't know the guy to talk to, but you know how to look for the guy to talk to. <laughs> OK, so I'll pitch this to the group. I mean, we could just get, you know, fantasy marijuana, lace this yeah. and then like they'll be they'll be just real chill and happy. All marijuana is fantasy marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> or something a little stronger, you know, to make them trip balls as soon as we walk in the fantasy door. Fantasy crystal meth. No. Yeah. LSD, you know, what do we what do we yeah, yeah, that's, that's, just kind of something to make them calm and mellow and like not really PCP. Do that's your best choice. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> fantasy PCP. Uh, I mean, we want never mind. Immediate hits nice mellow not really with it once they take it uh type of doesn't that situation. cause rage sometimes like they freak out and have like super strength and make sure you prepare fantasy bath salts yeah so no bath salts no salvia salvia um, they're, they're no we need fantasy, fantasy x okay all right we just need x because then they're gonna be really talkative <laughs> we'll give them some bottles of water <laughs> they're gonna want to hug it's gonna be okay maybe we we'll have some rave music going on yeah. and it's gonna be we fire. do want to make sure that we like put them somewhere that like they don't need to be with us to keep the party going so that's something yeah. to consider also Here, do we have to let's... chaperone them as we put them on drugs to be like <laughs> make sure that they don't have too bad of a trip here's a really important thing 
I've learned from my past as a criminal, aka Spire. Let's have a few non-laced cupcakes for us. We can ice them a little different. So if they're like, really, are you sure? We'll be like, yeah, man, just try a cupcake and eat it like it's not laced, it's not poison, and then they'll eat the poisoned ones. I can eat a poisoned one too if we need it. I just love (laughs) because the the mech eating a cupcake isn't going to be confusing. (laughs) Pretend just like smearing cupcake across his face, (laughs) nothing happening. With like the LED mask going ang. <laughs> um okay so yes i would like to look for fantasy x i guess <laughs> so uh do you have like uh proficiency in do you have proficiency in any of the wisdom skills without yes, expertise uh quite a few perception so, so you can just roll one of those it'd be the same roll hey russ i want to go with me and just constantly be just tapping yeah, your head with some guidance <laughs> you got it it's acceptable to you galway yeah, or I fine. could do, could I do help and like give her <laughs> advantage? Uh, well, that's a 25 plus one, 26. 26. I, so I, I'm also, yeah, okay. uh, it is not hard. The warehouse that you are. <laughs> and <then> rest... <laughs> Rest of smacks me with her axe. You just rolled an attack roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, like, no Minnow, Minnow, you're walking around. <laughs> you're in this, the warehouse that you're sort of staying in. is higher than a 19, Minnow. The warehouse you're staying in. Roll damage, Lessa. Come on. <laughs> Let's go. My, my <laughs> ace is 15, I so I guess fine. See, I like how this is how you read this, but no, to me, I'm just like, Minnow and Ressa are like out walking around. You're definitely in one of the, not the nicest part. You're in a seedier part of town. And you're like, oh, you know, you're looking around. You're like that. That is a drug dealer. I, you know, I don't care what era and tech level we're in. That is a drug dealer. And you just like nudge Ressa like, that's the guy. And Ressa just whips out a hand axe, drops him. Got it. Wait, what? We kill, we kill drug dealers, right? Minnow's like, we're drug vigilantes, correct? Yes. That was yes. that was season two of Moon Tree, right? Oh, okay. Um, I would buy an appropriate amount to lace cupcakes. Uh, you're not you're not gonna need that much. Uh, essentially, you sort of you know saying them like you know I I want to I want to put something in the refreshments at a party. To kind of keep the party going, like, oh, okay, here's something that's quite concentrated, but then you can mix it in. Um, it'll be uh, about a thousand credits. I can kick into. It ain't cheap, but yeah, um, no, that's fine. So five hundred each. Yeah, sure. Okay, and that's we're doing electrum pieces as credits. I think so. Yeah, I honestly have no put... idea how much I have because I forgot to deduct any for my clothing. So. Uh, but uh, I'd also want to buy the t-shirts while I'm out. So if that would be fine, I'd go have those t-shirts fabricated. And well. the scissors. And some giant fantasy scissors. I know what my spiritual sure, weapon let's call will that, be. Let's I... call that another uh, 750. Fantasy Costco. Okay, I'll come. We'll come back. Russ and I will come back successful with drugs. You have like, <laughs> you have like a vial of drugs, a stack of t-shirts, and a just, just a comically huge. large scissors like resting on top of both of these. Also, <laughs> just as a note, uh, this is why we play D&D. I had everything in my mind about, okay, here's different ways they could take this. Here's different broad strokes. I did not go with the let's get the entire staff of Moonwatcher Microsystems, a fairly large company, 
tripping balls so that we can steal their data. <laughs> We're ruining at least three people's sobriety tomorrow. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Does it count if there's fight? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, you have thing. you have completed these preparations. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can uh, get uh, a long rest if you want to. Um, you, I guess, haven't completely finished the preparations before you head out. Uh, you would need to decide which of the people going along is going to wear a gene. The is going to have the gene mask installed. We'd also need to decide, extremely importantly, who would make the cupcakes. Oh shit! Who's going to make cupcakes? Nero. Nero. Uh, Do I get an apron? What? Do I get an apron? Did, of course. Did you fabricate think. an apron while you were getting Asana the... has one in the safe house. Come on. <laughs> you this look at Asana, it. who you have never seen, not wearing armor, generally not wearing a full tech face mask to hide her identity. Den, uh, Den demands to have uh, the say in the icing, though. <laughs> I, I think that even though we have spent some time together, you do not understand my personality, or the living conditions that we have here in the safe house. Um, uh, how is Nero trying to cook or trying to bake cupcakes? Is there an oven and those kinds of things? Well, no, 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 yeah. There's, there's those kinds of things, but like, do you look up a recipe and try to follow that? Are you sort of doing this from memory and sort of intuiting your way to this is about right? Do you want to just roll a luck die? I mean... I feel like unless somebody tells him to look up a recipe, that would not be where he goes. You okay. are absolutely getting assistance from Dent, who has lots of cooking experience, even though he doesn't eat it. I will point out the familiar and trope of robots that love to cook who have a problem because they don't know what anything tastes like. Um, uh, it is a wisdom roll. Bartender that doesn't drink. You're kind of trying to intuit your way... Uh, uh, through just this. like straight wisdom or yeah i think this is just straight wisdom i don't think you have uh deep cupcake oh. baking skills necessarily <laughs> yeah my With only advantage right is wood carver's tools so you would and, and guidance i'd be guidance you do have someone helping you in the kitchen so you're at least not needing to manage nearly as many things with dent and uh ressa follows around and slaps you with guidance so you have a wisdom check with advantage and uh guidance so 15 plus 18. Uh, uh, you sort of get done with the first batch uh, before you decorate them. Uh, and everyone, they, they, they smell pretty good. Um, Minnow would probably encourage us to put the drugs in the icing so that it doesn't... I kind like, of figured in. so that you weren't yeah. like, how do we taste... Oh shit, which one was the one that's... <laughs> Yeah, he licks his fingers many times. Um, <laughs> well, the icing, uh, the first ones, like, will ice slightly different, really, than, so that we know which ones aren't. I, I would like to point out that a lot of times Molly is in, like, little tiny sprinkle form. So maybe they're fish sprinkles that are actually MDMA. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. And we would, then I guess, have some that look similar but aren't identical that are just normal sprinkles so that it's not very obvious yes. we've got two different cupcakes I'm, I'm, we know to eat the normal sprinkle one yes, yes we know that these are ours uh yeah you you do that now nira are you seriously like licking your fingers on the frosting a hundred percent okay cool uh give me a constitution you saving really throw? think nira wouldn't lick his fingers when he's cooking he doesn't care about that shit 
Constitution save, you say. Go away, I have a negative one. Well, you're going to be a good test case to see if it's safe for people. <laughs> a 12! So you're sort of... You, you, you've you've baked all the cupcakes first because you need to let them cool before you ice them. You've sort of uh, assembled the icing. You've got the sprinkles sort of divided into two piles. You begin everybody's sort of assembly line decorating it. And uh, Minnow, you you look up uh, and see Nero sort of like sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle. No! <laughs> just very slowly, you just see the pupils get real big and like begin fumbling with like the pockets of the you know terrarium jacket and you just sort of hear be free <laughs> and then like tips over rachel kind of bounces out jebediah's on the ground now like <laughs> mr jimbles is gonna look up from the couch well uh Nero, <laughs> can Maybe. i have a cupcake now <laughs> Yeah, I, I get one of the not lace cupcakes, <laughs> uh, hand it to Nero, and then ask for Ketch's help, just kind of removing Nero from the kitchen. <laughs> Is this hugs? Should we Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Rasta, can you get some water? Uh, yeah, Nero's sure. going to definitely need some water. Absolutely. is up to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> And I'll bring Harry some Nero over and drop him off next to Mr. Jimbles. Nero is definitely going to cast Speak with Plants and just have conversations with Jebediah and Rachel while this is oh. happening. Oh. You think that's what's going on? Um, everyone else <laughs> kind of looks over. Uh, Nero is just sort of flopped on his side, uh, attempting to have a conversation with essentially the mm -hmm. bedside table. Um, I, I put Rachel on the bedside table so that at least at least it's in the proximity trees in the proximity of uh, of Nero, which you're also not 100 percent sure because it's a little bit difficult, right? Because speak with plants and animals always causes Nero to sort of speak in this like like these animals. You actually can't be sure if uh, Nero is speaking with Rachel or is just sitting there going like. <laughs> Beautiful. Petting. Petting Rachel. <laughs> There's going to be some petting going on. Yeah. Um, And I will say, uh, as at this, like, Delon is uh, helping uh, with the, the frosting. Uh, very, very, very studiously. Like, you, you, Minnow, you're 90% sure you saw him be like, sprinkle. Like, go to lick his fingers and then, like, look at Nero like, no. Helen, no. if you want to, you can, you know. That's okay. Um, it's a safe environment here if you feel like experimenting. I, speaking of safety and experimenting, though, um, the the gene mask thing seems like it's uh, going to be not great if somebody needs to uh, contribute if things go poorly. Um, and I'd like to help Dent, so maybe I can do that? Did you say you want to help Dent? Yeah. Oh, okay. He I was just to... making sure I heard you right. I think that's really nice. He wanted to find out more, and this seemed like a chance for him to, and uh, I, I have a fairly limited number of spell scrolls left, so uh, given what we know we're going back to, figure maybe I'll save those for there. 
So you know, wait, so you're volunteering. Hands up the skull scrolls. You see, so you're you volunteering wear the to wear the mask. mask. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, I, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, if any of us is going to be useless, it might as well be Dellen, right? Exactly. <laughs> Dellen, poor Dellen. Uh, cheers. That's like such a such a beautiful thing that you've offered. Thank you. I think that sounds good. And and if As this... worse comes to worse, I can carry you like always. That may be uh, required. Um, as this and, is and, happening, Nero has appeared behind Dent and is just sort of like leaning on him, sort of petting him and just leaning into him like, Guys, this is bringing back so many memories for me. <laughs> How many uh, drug out takes friends have you of... taken care of at parties? Or... <laughs> Minnow takes a lot of photos of Nero. <laughs> uh, at some point... And... Also, Nero definitely begins chasing Mr. Jimbles around the safe house. <laughs> oh, God. We'll need to stop that. And probably. Nero also just starts watching things on his uh, searchable internet device. When when Nero is breathing down my back, you just saw, like, on my visor, just a series of question marks. <laughs> uh, but Nero also, like, touched it too much, so you have a whole lot of greasy fingerprints on your visor as well. The smeared frosting. Uh, smeared frosting. <laughs> Oh God! Um, I will talk to Dellen about um, that Death Ward spell, and if he's interested in that, seems that. like a good idea. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, then I'll I'll make sure I take that. I, so I still I very much want to not die. Just it seems like me being debilitated is probably actually the least likely one to result in me dying compared to one of you being debilitated. And this is like, you know, you you and Ressa are, uh, sorry, you, Ressa, are sitting there talking to him. It's like, uh, because, um, you know, I think very highly of you all, but I'm not sure that this is going to go exactly to plan. Because in my experience, very few things have gone to plan. So, yeah. So we're consistent, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Dallin, do you well, have any spell scrolls that you think would be helpful for us if you think you wouldn't really be able to use them tomorrow if you're going to be so kind of incapacitated? I, the spells that I have left are more focused on outright combat, and I was thinking maybe more useful once we go back and have to deal with... Oh, blue, 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 blue. Yes. Yep. Oh, you're hopeful. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, just definitely don't reach want forward to... and touch Dellen's nose and just go. Okay, this is happening. Boop. <laughs> what, what do I do? Oh, um, I get the I get the dancing the dancing toy out. Oh yes. And I push I push the button and I hand it to Nero. What is it? What is it? A kangaroo. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sam was so excited. <laughs> All right, Nero and the kangaroo start dancing while Nero uh, does the the silent finger symbols. There is also now a, a, a smear of frosting across Dylan's nose. He's just sort of like, <laughs> I love it so much. Okay, okay, we're fine. Okay, Dylan, you're such a good sport. I try. I mean, really, what are his options? Uh, yeah, there is that. 
but yeah, so uh, this you have someone selected because Dellen volunteered to Gene Mask. Asana will handle the driving and will be with you all. Uh, and you're kind of going in a read and react mode to see what you end up doing. Um, you do know that, again, the Northwestern building is where someone has to get to to get the information. Um, the other thing, uh, the only other thing that's sort of point of order with like the map, uh, the big, the massive central building is sort of fa- factory floor fabrication. There's it's uh, configurable inside. It can, you know, to allow for different projects. Uh, it extends several stories up and also several stories below ground. Uh, most of the rest of the buildings are only like one story. Uh, the building in the lower right hand corner is uh, three stories tall and is a kind of offices plus the welcoming center uh, for any official functions, etc. The southwest is uh, parking and uh, above ground is uh, kind of the employee sort of break area. So that does actually dovetail very nicely with this uh, incipient laced cupcake plan, uh, because you will be parking very close to the break room, essentially. Uh, The Northwestern building is the data center and the communications hub, and the Northeastern center is kind of the security facility, uh, along with also the uh, secured uh, storage of some of the more valuable materials and things uh, is up Mm -hmm. that way. Cool. So yeah, uh, you go to sleep uh, if you want to. Um, Rachel, you or not Rachel? Nero did actually. Rachel, Nero did actually manage to uh, cast speak with plants. Um, you will vaguely in the morning have a memory of doing that, and then while speaking with plants, just making whooshing noises. Um. So all Rachel heard was. Yes, <laughs> essentially Nero was doing to Rachel exactly what Nero was doing to all of you. Um, <laughs> uh, with this, um, uh, Dent, you had mentioned uh, wanting potentially to have uh, Paragon researchers uh, maybe take a sort of scan of you, uh, run some diagnostics, etc. Um, if you are still interested in that, they will do that sort of in the morning of the next day yeah yeah um that sounds great so they'll send a, a medical team and a technical team uh sort of a couple of people in each um they do uh sort of let you know right up front that they're not going to be able to tell you anything right away they're just sort of they're collecting data and then an analysis will come later um but they do uh, go through. Uh, they check everything. They actually also point out a couple things uh, to you regarding uh, the transformations uh, that Scottson made. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to any of your other armor forms, uh, you will look essentially entirely normal or entirely as you did before. Uh, he didn't mess with those. He uh, utilized essentially a lot of engineering to get the extra materials folded in, tucked away, etc. So uh, it's this form uh, is the one that... And it still takes a long rest for me to switch between forms? Yes. Okay. Raccoon can. Shredding! Shredding, shredding. left. Uh, so you uh, spend sort of the last uh, parts of the day preparing, uh, going over the plan, um, 
uh, Dent is being inspected uh, by uh, the teams that have been sent uh, from Paragon. Um, and they both they also all promise you, uh, if possible, they will get you information as soon as they can. Uh, Wise Man does send you a brief update, um, similar to what you'd covered in the, the recap, Elise, this is over the table, um, uh, the, the kind of temporal instability before, uh, you know, you had a, a sort of a baseline and then spikes, sometimes very high spikes, sometimes sort of middling spikes, uh, the floor is still climbing. That kind of baseline is still going up. Um, which means that when things spike at all, they are going much higher than previously in terms of the instability of it, and the situation as a whole is beginning to make Wise Man extremely nervous. Um, what, are we able to message back and forth with Wiseman a little bit yeah, about this? Or yeah, yeah. okay, um, I think I would message back like, does this move our timeline up at all? Like, should we be concerned that twenty days is actually going to push us into like? we've broken the timeline altogether territory if we don't act faster. Uh, that is possible, yes. Uh, I, I will continue uh, researching, but with the way things are going, honestly, sooner rather than later will be better. Uh, this is not a an easy process, and all of this will not help whatever we try to do, except in that it might distract some people, that other if really bad things start happening, etc. But, uh, yes, I would certainly not recommend waiting longer than a few days past here. If nothing else, because right now, with the numbers that we have, I'm confident that if we can complete the necessary heists and then get there and survive all of the Dracon security along the way, we could still get you home. I think that that would hold true based on the rates we're seeing for another few days, at least. Uh, at 20, I don't know, because we've never seen anything like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, sorry, I was looking at chat, too. Um, uh, yeah, Minnow would kind of send back, like, basically, like, a copy that, like, we'll be on our toes. Um, and just to, to, like, this, I don't think Minnow would ask this, but this is at least making sure I remember. The... <clears throat> The idea is that if we go back to our timeline and quote unquote, well, deal with whatever is going on there, we think it will help fix the instability happening in this timeline as well. Yes. Uh, everything that uh, Wise Man has been able to detect, any of the incidents, any of the people who have come through, while there are time differences, like Asana came in three years before you, despite only having gone in a couple of days before you, um, everything is coming from your time period. And the instability started after that, and so Wise Man's like, the numbers and everything around this just suggests to her, your side is where things are breaking. It's just also showing up here. Okay. Um, so. How's Nero feeling? Hey, Nero. How you, uh, how you feeling this morning? You feel fine. <laughs> Great. I really enjoyed making cupcakes. Good. I high five Ressa. We found the good shit. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. Maybe I should have let you I, hit that guy with your I hand. I heard back. that you're not supposed to get high off your own supply, though. So maybe not again, Hero. <laughs> we bought it to use it. I mean, not to deal. 
<laughs> Granted, I mean, we're, we're giving it away, quote unquote. The I mean, first one is, them, in right? fact, free. Free. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> As an actual human, I have so many ethical problems That's with what actual we're doing. human. Yeah. As, As opposed to Minnow Rogue, human rogue, who's <laughs> all about this human shit. Rogue is human rogue is no problem with it. <laughs> but Elise, actual human. <laughs> By the way, Nero has no idea that he took drugs. He was just like... Oh, no, I assumed. He was just like, mm, sprinkles. Yes. Having a great mm. night. I mean, I would also just like point out, you put decorated sprinkles on like cupcakes... From a quasi-medieval perspective, that shit is magical. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> sugar was one of the most like expensive substances, <laughs> and then you're just like, oh my god, it's formed and shaped and colored. This is cool. <laughs> so no, you're probably lucky that Nero didn't just like start scooping up handfuls out of the eating bag. it all. Yeah, <laughs> just like, ha. <laughs> probably it was actually Nero's desire to make nice cupcakes for lots of people that prevented this from occurring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, Ressa, a question for you. Uh, would you want to handle, uh, the sort of gene mask, uh, activation or would you like sure. a tactician on site to do that? Um, if I'm capable of it, then I certainly could. Uh, um, you, let me put it this way. There is more risk on if you try to activate it, that something could go wrong, uh, then there is if you try to deactivate it to get uh, Delon okay. not miserable. Then there, let the techs activate yeah. it. Okay, so and the techs, while the, after they sort of check out uh, Dent, uh, will also activate this for Delon. Uh, Delon sort of immediately is like, oh, oh, I feel miserable. Uh, mm. uh, um, sleep for now, Delon. Yeah, and, uh, I'll cast that spell on you closer to the time. It lasts for eight hours. But... That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, sort of evening uh, arrives. You uh, get in the truck. Uh, the way it's set up, you all are posing actually as uh, Dunwing metallurgic workers, right? That's yeah. sort of what you've gone with. So, As don't... we get in the truck, Nero is going to say, so what's our plan? Uh, I pass out the t-shirts and um, I'm like, Nero, here's what's going on. We've been hired and I 100% am deceiving Nero because I need him to believe this. Mm -hmm. We've been hired. Wise man contracted us out to Dunwing Metallurgy. We've been, that's, that's why we have these t-shirts. They're very nice (laughs) t-shirts. And I, <laughs> and we're going to Moonwatcher Microsystems, and we're bringing cupcakes with us. We have a delivery. Is that what it is? <laughs> we have a delivery. Okay, <clears throat> we have a delivery for Moonwatcher Microsystems of heavy metals and cupcakes. <laughs> of heavy metals and cupcakes. And what we're going to do is we're celebrating the grand opening of our new location of Dunwing Metallurgists. Um, and we have the cupcakes. We're bringing them with us. We're sharing them with the employees of Moonwatcher Microsystems. Um, and it's all, my friend, up to you to make some friends, share the love. And I uh, there's one important thing, okay? These cupcakes are for our friends at Moonwatcher Microsystems. So if we need to eat uh, cupcakes, we have to take them from this batch because... 
we have to make sure there's enough to go around for the moon watcher folks so these are ours and those are the moon watchers folks that's smart and very nice and thoughtful of you all right i hope and i I think so we have enough. I just be mingling and yeah, ca- passing out cupcakes, making friends, charming people like you do, um, and just handing out cupcakes. And remember, these are the ones for Moonwatcher. And uh, make sure that you know, just anybody you can get to eat a cupcake to share in the thrilling grand opening of our new location, the better. Whose location is it? Dunwing. Like, why is Galway dying? I don't know, because, but I'm watching it. Because the batshit crazy plan has now been essentially enacted before the plan is enacted with a party member. We need Nero to think this is real because Nero can't lie, but Nero is 100% our most charismatic person. Yep. And yeah. Dent's going to chime in and say, and Nero, if you ever get uncomfortable, just eat a cupcake. But only from this only, one. Only one of these cups. Because I need to make sure there's enough. Yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's probably best if you only let uh, everybody have one cupcake each. You want to make sure there's enough to go around. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. If everybody has one of them, can I have one then? Or Yeah, and you know, it, well... Uh, from the from the, our that, supply, yeah. we'll also ask everyone to hold on to their cupcake, and we'll sing a little song, and then everyone eats them at once. Because <laughs> if one person eats one and gets them, someone tripping. Um, we'll sing. Happy Grand is just going to automatically start playing some like house dubstep. Perfect. Yeah, and we'll all uh, sing. Nero immediately pulls out his dancing animal. Yes, perfect. Oh, what's, what's dancing? It's a Mustang. Oh, nice. Horse, nice. Got a little prance and horse. <laughs> well, prance and horse. Um, yeah, and, and so we're going to encourage every every time we meet a new group of employees, we'll do the song ritual. We'll pass out the cupcakes, sing the song. Everybody eats the cupcake at the same time because we really can't risk having the first person eat the cupcake and then the seventh person being like, wait a minute. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Don't question it. I'm really excited. We need a fun break. Things have been really hard. Mm-hmm. And I like the idea of just having a cupcake party with some people opening a business. Opening a business is such an exciting time. Exactly. And like we're <laughs> just we sharing also the tell love. People it- that if they bring a friend and they each get a cupcake, we'll give them another cupcake. Now I'm getting Spread confused. The word. Well, Spread we the word. Have- How many cupcakes did we make? Four dozen. Five dozen. Enough. 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 All right. This is it. This is our thanks, Lena. Our legitimately good plan. Uh, I do love the name in chat, Cupgate. Uh huh. Me too. Good. This. This was not a way that I thought this was going to go. <laughs> do you ever? Why no, did you but think normally, it was going to go anyway? <laughs> normally I can at least partially guess the way that I don't guess it's going to go is going to go. Like, I know, the, I know the shape of the solution, if not the form of it. This one, I'm just like, yeah, okay, why not? Sure, go find a drug dealer. Uh, yeah, let's, 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 uh, let's, let's Jonestown this, this, uh, company. Oh, uh, God, don't say that. I mean, maybe. Okay, you know, we didn't mind. put, like, poison okay, in yeah. I just My favorite thing about this Nero does is, have Kool-Aid, but it's, it's all fine. I can, all I can flash back to is Nero on the phone with Detective Sancott. 
I have done some crimes. <laughs> and you're about to do a whole bunch more. Minnow 100% is going to have to come clean with Nero after this and be like, you were an unwitting accomplice to a pretty big crime yesterday. You have done <laughs> you, you, a you, large you, crime. You have done a it's large possible crime. possible I need to call Detective Stancott you, right you, away. You committed the crime of giving people a really good time. <laughs> a really you did. Good time. I mean, that's all you did. Okay. You made them like people and themselves. <laughs> Russ is not convinced that we even need to tell Nero anything. I like how Russ is like, mm, but do we? <laughs> All right. Maybe once we're home. Someday. Yeah. Years later. Eventually. Oh, oh God. Cupgate merch. Shit. That's fair. <laughs> yes. That's actually really fair. Oh, where Cupgate merch. Uh, oh, gosh. Cupcakes with little fish in them. Yes. <laughs> with then like just sort of like a like Wrinkles. rave laser background yeah. cyberpunk skyline yeah okay i'm 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 uh, yeah, yeah 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 um okay also trying to figure out where to take the break in this i say we go a little bit longer though before we take our break uh you all <laughs> pile into the truck um you don't need to hide although uh, uh essentially asana will suggest that maybe delon given that he's wearing a Gene Mask as a Moonwatcher employee should be dressed as a Moonwatcher employee and maybe he hides uh, which he readily agrees to because it means he gets to lay down in the back of the truck behind some stuff uh, he is moving slowly uh, like it looks like he can kind of keep up with you all but uh, he's he's pushing himself to do so like where you are walking at a normal pace he's like kind of speed walking to keep up with you um but he seems clear-headed if pretty miserable and this is just us walking to get into the van yeah okay uh translation wise for this uh with the levels of exhaustion reducing his speed to half he essentially has to take the dash action to hit your normal walking speed and the way that i translate that is He's pushing himself, walking. He's like speed walking and sort of obviously straining to keep up with a normal walking pace. I'll pick him up. Okay, this is happening now. <laughs> I'll just scoop him up and walk onto the van. Yeah. Okay. So you sort of put him in. Uh, you load uh, several of the sort of pallets uh, in. Um, you received a brief tutorial on essentially how to use the pallet lifting tool uh so that you didn't completely stick out asana's driving uh, and you set out the drive is about an hour uh to the west you cross uh for the first time the long bridge uh that connects moon tree city to the mainland um a journey that for you was a boat ride to go to moon tree isle um you return or not return you arrive in the district of uh, Moon Tree City that formerly would have been the town of Tormenryle uh, on the mainland, and you continue mm. heading west. Um, and it kind of clicks for you as you are moving very fast by your standards. Um, you are on, you are, this is a surface truck, um, so it's on roads, not flying. Uh, you're moving very, very fast. Uh, and as you're traveling and you think about you know, you had thought before of like, oh yeah, an hour away, 
there's a bridge that'll be easier blah, blah, blah. you were thinking something that would have been on the outskirts of you know Tormen Ryalish um, you realize you're going to be ending up much closer to essentially Amberheart um, you are driving home uh, through what, the, what does Nino need to do to see if she cries or not <laughs> constitution <laughs> saving throw <laughs> I I think that this is entirely a you can decide whether you want to, but if you want it to be a die, you can have you can just roll a d twenty and uh, ten or below is a crying. Do we see that um the church building? Minnow cries. <laughs> Minnow's sort of just sitting there. Like, um, as you're driving, uh, no, you don't. Um, it's difficult to tell. The terrain is a bit different. There's hills in places that there weren't in your time, so it's a little bit difficult to map it one-to-one. Uh, it's more just you realize that the distance you're traveling is much more like the uh, the moon uh, the Moonwatcher Forest or Amberheart itself. Like, you're, you're going that far. Um, I'm going to just put my arm around Minnow. Now, like, one arm from Nero, one from Ressa, and then it was just in the middle, like, thanks. <laughs> Cross dense visor, you'll see, is this hugs question? <laughs> <laughs> Which everyone but Nero gets, and it was Nero's <laughs> quote. That's precious. Uh, you arrive at uh, the gates, uh, essentially, of a large facility. Um, development in this area is much more continuous um you're sort of going with like the hyper urban sort of modern life of city herbs stretches to suburbs stretches to exurbs uh and then sort of pulls back into then manufacturing in the exurbs which produces its own set of herbs suburbs exurbs um which is very odd for you you're you know you were used to the day-ish trip between amber heart and tormenral being mostly empty forest um, you, you arrive, uh, you see a sign for, uh, Moonwatcher Microsystems, and it's sort of a pattern of a moon with a s- sort of circuitry pattern overlaid on it. Um, most of you are in sort of the cab of the truck, so you can look around. Um, you can see the buildings, they are, appear to be laid out much like they were. You can see figures moving sort of in the grounds. Uh, even though it's evening, uh, there's lights on in most of the windows that you can see. Um, and yeah, uh, is there anything you would like to do before Asana sort of pulls up to the gate itself? Do we give the gatekeeper a cupcake? Would that make it easier to get out? Or would that If it's just one person, us- we could fuck them up. Yeah, yeah, I think Rachel, Rachel, is that Rachel or is yeah, that I think that's we, very not a like, do as much through deception in as we can. I think maybe like wait on the cupcakes until we have like a group of people that we need to just get past. Because um, the guard, I mean, the gatekeeper is expecting a delivery kind of thing, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so you, you pull uh, you pull up to the gate. Um, Asana will sort of uh, pull a window down, hand over a dat pad. I guess it's uh, the delivery of materials from... A very celebratory Dunwing metallurgic. Because <laughs> Asana has had to be let in on this plan. It's like, okay, you know what? Uh, you all have operated out of my depth, so I guess this is the best idea. Um, uh, and uh, the guard will sort of uh, review things, look up at your t-shirts. <laughs> I'll offer a normal cupcake, not a uh, spiked cupcake. 
What what is this for? We're celebrating opening our new for us. I'll, I'm giving him mine. Um, we're we opened a new facility, and we're celebrating. You've been such a great client for us. We just want to share the joy. Let everybody know. <laughs> Nero was like, "Wait, we work for them now." <laughs> They've been a good client for us. Like they, Moonwatcher. I'm like, okay, here's how it works, and I start explaining capitalism to Nero. <laughs> Now Nero needs to roll to see if he cries. Yeah. <laughs> um, guard will actually take a cup game and be like, uh, I, I don't know if you're the new driver. Uh, head to the, the garage and the rester and the sort of employee waiting area. Uh, someone will uh, let you know what gate uh, to get to. Uh, it should be, uh, might even be about an hour before they let you know which gate you're heading to. Uh, there's some stuff moving around right now, so you might have to wait. And thanks for the cupcake. And I'll sort of wave you through. Uh, the gates that close are... The, the walls that surround the facility are fairly thick and the equivalent of, like, concrete. Um, probably actually are concrete. Uh, the gate is uh, the equivalent of, like, a chain-link rolling gate, uh, but you do see them glowing slightly, so they probably are magically reinforced. Uh, and yeah, uh, Asana will pull the truck... Uh, around there's a ramp that leads down to beneath the building in the lower uh, er, the lower left corner yes that's what it is on your map but the southwestern corner of the <laughs> facility um, and you you recognize at this point a parking garage you've been in plenty of them there's lots of trucks uh, you can see there's sort of a a, a waiting area for like external deliveries uh, and she just sort of follows that signage uh, and goes in uh, and there's another attendant there who sort of like you know, checks her, scans the dat pad, uh, checks the, the truck, and is like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it It is looking like it's probably going to be at least an hour before I can get you guys uh, moving on your way uh, for the unloading. So uh, feel free to, you know, uh, take a break up in the break room if you want. Um, we'll let you know. I can, I'll, I'll ping your pad when they're ready for you. Sounds great. The, the whole process here, this is Elise, not Minot, is we go, do we actually do the unloading and then make our way to the other building? Or are we waiting at the parking building in the southwest corner and then are being sent somewhere else to do the unloading? You will be sent uh, to a, one of the bays in the main On the main building. factory. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will also say you can decide where you want to do this. So I just want to highlight to streamline for people the sort of decision gates that you have. You're not unloading the truck here. Inside the truck is Dellen. Um, so either you will need to wait here for an hour and then go and unload and maybe send a, an away team, or you can try to get Dellen out and see if you can sneak up there before you're supposed to unload. Yeah. Uh, there does seem to be an attendant on this end, though he is also not particularly paying attention. He's kind of wandered back over to sort of a little kiosk where he's sitting. And we could probably go in as a group and kind of surround Dellen so that he's not particularly noticeable. Yeah, um, so I... Or he could show us where the break room is. 
Right. So I think that um, we have an opportunity here to be like, oh, you know what? We've got an hour. That's perfect because we've got these cupcakes. We're supposed to be having this party. Let's just start distributing this to people. And then we just kind of start making our way north to the building that we want to get to. And any group of people we come across, we just share a cupcake with and we just leave a trail of high bodies in our wake. Or we just like mamba line it. (laughs) I was thinking... I was thinking we were going to go like into the break room in that in the building where we would unload and then like send cause some party there. And then like Dellen and Dent were going to sneak off to get the data. Also fine. I think we just don't have a docking bay or anything or any reason that like once we get there, they're not going to wait for us to go to the party, (laughs) make a party. They're going to be like, start unloading. And we're going to be like, yes, our empty truck, you know. You do actually have metals. This is an actual Dunwing metallurgic truck. You're not entirely sure actually thinking about this. How Wiseman has acquired this? Yeah. But they did tell us we could wait. So Yeah, and they told you that you could in? wait here. So let me actually Yeah, yeah, grab yeah, yeah. Y'all. Let's go in. So we're in the this main building, the center central building. Oh wow. No, we're down bottom left. Big building. Oh, I was thinking that the loading docks were in the central building. The loading they docks are, are but, but we are here. Oh, we're waiting, waiting for a, a bay. Okay, to be assigned. But to we us. can go to the central building to wait. No, I think we've been told we can go into this building, the whatever structure is above the parking garage. No, we can't a, go do our thing right now. We have to wait and figure out what to do before we right. go there. Yeah. Or we can start sneaking now, but we just have to be like, we're abandoning the truck and we're going. Right, because I don't, we'll make it back for that hour. Yeah. 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 So it's sort of, what do you want to do? And do you want to try to get Dellen out right now? Uh, do we have a sense of if the bays are typically on w- any particular side of the building or if they're on all They're sides? on all sides because it kind of depends on how it's internally configured for and for what project the materials are going to. Can I ask the foreman or whoever it was who kind of sent us to park, like, hey, any sense of, like, which bay we might be getting to uh, with the, you know, the delivery that we have? Are we going to be which side of the... It's going to sort of flip through. Uh, Looks like you're for that new fabrication project that's probably going to be on the east side. Probably bay three. Okay, cool. Thanks. Um, And then to the group, east side, terrible. That's the worst side we could be on for our plants. (laughs) opposite side of what we need um from where we are right now is there any like we're just in parking is there any sort of terminal or anything uh uh, do you mean like a computer terminal yes uh not currently you're in i'm kind of assuming you haven't moved out of the garage area you have been told there's essentially a break room and employee space above you that would be more likely to have something could be okay. wise to try to get a layout of the land before we infiltrate a thing we don't know where we're going. Yeah. Um, let's do that. Let's see if we can get a layout of what we're looking at. And I think if we wait the full hour, our best shot is to drive north along the west side of the the wall uh, of the factory building 
so that we're going straight towards the building we want to get to. And if they're like, you're supposed to go around Asana and I'll kind of turn to Asana and be like, you're the new driver. You didn't know. And just be like, sorry, sorry, it'll, I'll go around. Right. And just kind of wave them off and just gun it. Um, and when we get up to the north side of the building, once we turn that corner, we can park the van. And then when people come out to be like, what's going on? We're like, oh, on our way over to Bay 3. But first, we're going to pass out the cupcakes, get everybody high and partying. And then we can go straight into the building and leave the van ready to pick us up. As you said, gun it, you're going to see like Asana sort of very slowly draw a machine no, pistol. No, 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 <laughs> no. Not that tight. I feel you, but I mean, go kind of quick and leave the people trying to stop uh, us in our wake. <laughs> ah, yes, yes. Yes, uh, yes. This, this could be workable, uh, I suppose. Uh, I'm not sure if you noticed, but uh, many of the security appear to be mechs. Does that mean they won't want to share cupcakes with us? Probably. Pro- <laughs> what is what is best in these situations? Can the mechs do a gene scan? Like, would they be doing that? And they be hacked. No. They can uh, do some work. That would be very, very difficult. Uh, that would actually more be something that Asana might be able to do, but that's a, that's a big swing. <laughs> like, by the time you've done that, you're, she would certainly have said, at that point, you're almost certainly going to have tripped a warning or an alarm somewhere in the system. You're on a very short clock. That's maybe more something to reserve for. We're getting the hell out now. <laughs> okay. So hopefully we just... Yeah, let's get some schematics and find out where doors are, because we might be able to do something kind of clever with, like, just pulling the van around and hiding somewhere once the once the we've been released for Bay 3. I also think the break room is probably not going to have mechs in it, or at least it won't be entirely mechs. Yeah, a good place to <laughs> hand out some cupcakes. Let's do it. So do you want to get uh, uh, Delin out of the truck, or are you just going up and leaving him there? Either way is fine. I just want to make sure for keep track of people. Probably leave him. I feel kind of bad, but like I don't want to bring him and then have to answer like what's wrong with your friend there? Why does he look like he's dying? Okay. Yeah. So uh, Delin, you, you cool? Just kind of sleeping in the truck for a little bit. Uh, yes, if that's what's best. I just don't want to be, you know, caught, killed, those types of things. Be okay while you're in the truck. Okay. Mm. All right, is, he, is he extractable so that, like, as we're driving around to the correct bay, that he could jump out with... There is a hatch them? that could get him into the cab, essentially. Okay. Um, or he could go out one of the side loading doors. Uh, getting out the sort of main back loading of this truck would take moving a bunch of pallets of heavy metals. Right. But he could... But he, it's conceivable that he could get out of the truck as we passed by the... Cat. Building. Is this Rachel? Is this one Rachel? No, this is Haster. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were all, Haster, Sorry, Haster and Rachel were meowing at my office door, and I had to get up and let them in. It's very important. Um, so yeah, you head upstairs. Uh, you follow sort of the signage for uh, break room um, upstairs. It's essentially uh, in sort of modern terms. It's back. an employee cafeteria tile floor, tables, they're sort of uh, essentially vending machines, but kind of like automat almost vending machines. Um, And you see several tables of employees sort of chatting. You do see some that look like uh, humanoid 
security more uh, and then some that look like sort of engineers so sort of some who are dressed more in like the equivalent of white collar outfits some who are dressed in fabrication some who are security yeah there's probably about i don't know 15 people do we really so want to start chaos up? this early where are we setting up cupcake shop nira wants to look around for the best place to 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 yeah. hand out cupcakes with Dent, all the people. Dent is following, and if if Dent didn't have a minus one in that, he would be assisting. You could still assist and give um, me advantage. How many floors up are we? Uh, you're now on the ground floor. Parking so, is below. I'm gonna do my darndest to give uh, advantage to that. You indeed can. Yeah, you can help. Okay, so please I roll another. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Oh no! Well, we that's not. I rolled a two and a one. And I don't I don't know what you I have because roll twenty isn't saying anything. It's an uh, eight and a seven. One of which is a fumble. Mm-hmm. I'll roll my inspiration. Okay. And I and have guidance. You're gonna too, add right? guidance yes, to this. Yes. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just like how at least is like this is what undoes the oh plan. Right. Near the can't find the right Okay, spot a twenty-seven. Twenty seven. Yeah, but 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 so because because it was with advantage, does she roll? You just roll. Inspiration just lets you re-roll one die. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's technically a rules as written, but not as intended one, that it turns uh, disadvantage into super advantage, uh, but that was not the intended design. Because the way inspiration works is you then pick which die you want. It doesn't say you pick the low one. You could have gotten a nat 20 on the disadvantage that you wouldn't have kept, and that's the die you pick. I do not play it that way, but I do let you trigger uh, inspiration after the fact, because technically you also have to declare it before. Um, Inspiration is weird. This was a bizarre mechanic. Uh, Yeah, looking around the room, Nero, you're able to pretty quickly sort of uh, suss out the sort of, okay, if people are talking here and people sort of setting up here, this seems to be like the couple of ways in and through. So, like, there's an unoccupied table that's kind of on the main pass-through uh, that it seems like you could set up a tray of cupcakes and kind of be standing around, and it would pretty quickly gather attention. Um, can Minnow look in the cupboards like she was meant to do this? She's got her Karen hat on um, for party supplies because it's a break room, and sometimes they decorate for birthdays and play birthdays yeah. and things like that. That's absolutely a thing that happens in this cyberpunk future. Um, uh, if this is capitalist hell you know that they have happy birthday Karen banners that they have stashed Uh, and reused and crossed out someone's name and written Tim above it you know (laughs) give me your choice of deception or performance okay well it's a plus three or a plus zero so we'll go thanks or I mean guidance yeah yeah Um, I think okay Ressa, are you attempting to be subtle as you're casting? Oh, absolutely, guidance? absolutely. That's, a, that's a just six. like you know. Sure. Thanks for getting the that. thanks for looking for stuff. Give me a stealth check. Uh, oh no, Ressa. Oh along with that. no. You do have guidance either way, uh, you know, so you can make um, that six perhaps something better. Maybe I'll burn my inspiration too. Please, please. Oh, thank God. Very okay. nice. Uh, Ressa, with a 20, 20 stealth, you're able to just sort of like. Uh, oh. oh my god. The deception she had became the same a five. That I did. You went from a, um, a three to a two. So it's like. Wait, wait, wait. How did, you, how did you go down? She, what? 
I rolled, she rolled a three again. the first time, and then she rolled a two, getting to a five. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's okay. Sorry, the three on deception is your modifier. Yeah. So, you, uh, you now have it's a, a nine. nine total. It's a nine total. Uh, Ressa, with your 20 on stealth, you absolutely just sort of pat Minnow on the shoulder and think, yeah, you should uh, go uh, look for the, 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 you know, some supplies if they have them, and that's where you cast Guidance. Like, it's an obvious motion, but it flows in absolutely beautifully. Minnow, you're just thinking about uh, all of the things that are going on here. You're thinking about the fact that you uh, might be standing in the town square of Amberheart absolutely. in some different time. And you essentially uh, cry like, at the sink. <laughs> no, but you're just like, yes, sure thing, will do. In just an entirely unnatural tone of voice, you're like, clank, clank, bang, looking through. Uh, so at this point, the employees are certainly looking at you, Minnow, and are kind of like, I would like to suggest that uh, Dent is now taking this opportunity to unveil DJ Dent Jam's cupcake. And uh, now Dent he jams. is uh, prestidigitating as well as using any sort of onboard speakers. <laughs> And now, and now there's a nice little light show. There's a nice little uh, house beat that's happening. And on his visor, it says DJ Cupcake. And uh, he's going to be. Yeah. I'm going to be okay, calling but out about can cupcakes. I please? Can I please have an advantage? Because this is like what Dent was made to do. <laughs> uh, I'll give you advantage because you are utilizing prestidigitation and a lot of other scene setting. And if I can reach him, I would certainly guidance. I think you're pretty occupied with uh, watching yeah, the okay. uh, terror yeah. that is Minnow stomp over to cupboards and in a loud <laughs> oh voice proclaim, absolutely, I okay. will acquire those. She did it terribly, but did she find the things she was looking for? Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. You're pretty sure you see, like, just, like, crusted on, like, you know, sauce and stuff from, like, previous parties where they've just Delicious. replaced the paper plates in the cupboards. Do you got inspiration, Sam? Because that's an 11 and a 12. I think I gave... Are we going to use all our inspiration on this? You probably shouldn't. I'm pretty sure I already used my inspiration, like... Well, uh, use guidance. Oh, no, you don't have guidance. I don't have guidance. Shoot. I have an inspiration that you could use. It's just a party. With a 12... Uh, you are certainly doing sort of all of the things that you said, but like it, it's just none of them are quite where you'd want them to be upon reflection. Like the volume of the music isn't quite right. Uh, the light show is just a little like off centered. Um, but it is getting people to, uh, not so much look and you're going to, a couple of the employees are going to sort of, uh, walk up to uh Nero probably who is not currently a jukebox or pilfering their cupboards uh or looking terrified uh although it's actually probably walking up to catch and Nero who are probably both by the table uh and a couple of boys like oh are, are you what what is all of this I made these cupcakes special for you because we're celebrating and we thought we would celebrate with you. Uh, oh, oh, they're going to sort of like nod 
scan down to the t-shirt oh oh you're with with dunwing we we, we okay uh yes why are you why did you make us cupcakes it's it's uh it's a new initiative that the company is taking to um show our and i'll look over at nero our customers how much we appreciate them and that our growth as a company wouldn't be possible without you uh give me a, a deception check can i help well no i fucking can't <laughs> no you can't <laughs> no, I'm too oh, far away. can i help with my persuasion can yeah. i do a persuasion check or? would nira's presence like just earnestly being you know aid the deception I, right i'm not helping the deception. I, oh my no, god, my god. This is happening oh, you've That's only gotten seven. to double digits twice are, are you wow. sh- i mean like i feel like it should have been a persuasion not a deception Am I a persuasion? you did not believe it nero <laughs> you can make a persuasion roll and we're going to take the advantage between the two rolls so oh, catch Jesus. is putting in a seven with deception you're putting in oh. something with persuasion i do have one ins- an inspiration if we absolutely freaking need it I- 15 a 15 it's double digits does he take the cupcake uh, the guys, uh, the, the the two that have kind of walked over to you um, are a couple of uh, elvish men. Uh, and they're kind of sort of like, oh, okay, that's nice. Uh, I'm going to pick up a cupcake and eat it. Which cupcake did you pick up and eat? Let's do a luck roll. No. Uh, no, oh, no we told you which ones. <laughs> do not No, I'll remember. I'll remember. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you, you pick I think up a cup. It should be a luck roll, but like until they five, like fifteen is you get the right one, and five and higher you don't. Or like, roll me a d twenty. Roll me a d twenty. I want to see. Okay. You're totally fine. You grab. You grab. <laughs> you grab an entirely safe cupcake. Because uh, I, I actually I liked I liked Elise's thing of like we're not quite fishing for the nat one, but it's like we're fishing for pretty unlikely. Um, you sort of like grab a cupcake and you're like, yes, we're celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're like, oh, well, you hadn't done anything like that. It's, uh, sure. Sounds nice. Uh, and they're each going to grab a cupcake. So are these just for everybody? For everybody. Yeah, actually, you should tell your friends, what are your names, by the way? I'm Nero. I made these cupcakes. Can Minnow start, like, just passing out cupcakes to try and get everybody if, high at the same time? If, if Dent ever sees... Nero in distress, the music is just gonna subtly get a little louder. <laughs> Nero's not in distress. Nero's doing great. Okay. No, uh, wasn't believing what he was saying. Okay. Uh, also, Jesus Christ, your caper. I'm, I am radically reconsidering what to do about the three-part heist coming up because I'm like, shit, this is the low-stakes one. The stakes are still deadly. This is the low-stakes one, and oh my god. Um... <laughs> We're uh, doing great. So Minnow's just like walking around like, yeah, cupcakes. You sort of like grab uh, one of the large uh, uh, trays, which, um, you know, those things that are like cutouts where you can rotate something behind it. So it changes what's showing. And it just says like happy. And then there's like birthday, work anniversary, termination, yes. acquittal. Oh. Happy termination. <laughs> Is there a grand um, opening or anything? Anything related to... Uh, there is other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy, Happy other. other. <laughs> so you just sort of like pop those on this sort of tray. You're walking around. Um, you're handing these out. People are doing like, oh, 
Can it just say generic celebration on it? <laughs> yes, that's good. Generic celebration. You're not entirely sure how that one fits in with the same slot as like birthday and all of the others. The font is just really tiny. Um, yeah, you uh, you 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 walk through uh, passing this out. Most people seem to be uh, perfectly happy. Uh, one of them is going to be like, oh, yeah, you're, you're with uh, with with Dunwing. Uh, you know, Toby. I don't mm. know. Oh, is this me or Minnow? This Which is, one this of is Minnow, because this is oh, at like Sorry. the table where Minnow's... Fair. Minnow be like always tag in Nero. <laughs> you know what? Um, I don't think I have met Toby. I, where, What department is Toby in? Uh, well, he's a uh, d- deliveries. He's one of the normal drivers. Oh, okay. So crazy story. All the shifts got like so messed up the other day and I'm pretty new. And so like the, uh, we were supposed, I think I, this is it. I was supposed to be on a shift with Toby and then the shifts got all messed around and our, we had a different um, group like sub in. And so I think next week I'm on rotation with Toby. So the name was familiar, which is why I wasn't sure, but I haven't met him yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. We thought you guys might have been from Fora with the suits over in the main offices. But, uh, yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. What's that about? I don't know. They don't tell us shit. A couple of right. couple of suits from uh, from Fora. We know we've been working on some projects with them, but I guess they're here to check in on some stuff. They seem real angry, annoyed. Okay. I don't know. It seemed, a little, they... it seemed a little weird that they'd be bringing us cupcakes while they looked really, really, really Oh, pissed. yeah. Not, oh, please. You think the suits care about people like us? No. Come no. on. Uh, we wanted to do this. We appreciate. I mean, like, listen, people like us, we got to stick together. It's people like you who keep people like us in business. Keep dinner on the table for, you know, the kids. So just enjoy this cupcake i think we're gonna do a little song we're gonna do a little customer appreciation happy grand opening song and then everyone just smash their cupcakes everyone <laughs> you do see several people have already started eating yeah cupcakes. great and like minnow's just gonna be like round up people on the count of three happy grand opening one two three <laughs> like yeah and then just and then just grab one of the cupcakes that's safe and eat it to like indicate it is now time to eat uh, you see people just like oh um, uh, some people are only like are more normally eating their cupcake, though everyone who's on break seems to be pretty pleased to have a chance for, you know, cupcake. Yeah. So are there any people that are not consuming the cupcakes? Because those are the ones that DJ Cupcake is going to be bringing cupcakes over to. Uh, no one who was in the room when you got there. Uh, I will say, as you sort of start to see some pupils dilating. Uh, you hear a door slide open, uh, and you do have someone else coming in. It's like, oh, is there a, there, there, there's a party? Would you would you like to have some cupcakes? I made it fresh. Uh, sh- sure. Did they they do cupcake delivery? What? No, we're doing it as a celebration. We were asked to do this because you're great customers. I made these cupcakes myself. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that sounds great. Um, I'm just gonna sort of like take it, take a bite, turn to the rest of the break room where several people have now just sprawled on the floor. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, a bunch of now other people the, are just sort of like swaying, looking at the lights. Now dense music is really, really <laughs> clicking for people. <laughs> Uh, it's like, whoa. Oh, 
It's really good, isn't it? That's nice. Uh, and he's just going to sort of like wobble his way over to a table and just like start petting one of his co-workers. Wow, consensual touching only. We don't need mm. to add the HR complaints. <laughs> <laughs> the co-worker's uh, like, this is fine. This is going. It actually oh. honestly feels great. I just haven't had human contact <laughs> So, uh, I will say, uh, it appears that everybody in the break room is now very stoned. Nero, you're a little bit confused because this is not the reaction you would expect to cupcakes. Did I do something wrong? Is everybody sick? No, no. They're, they are enjoying the cupcakes so much. You see just, one person is just sort of like rubbing the remainder of the cupcake I on mean, their face. It's just, it's, they can taste the love that you put into these cupcakes. And Do I not enjoy food correctly? Actually, oh, last no. night when you tried the cupcakes for the first time, this is how you reacted. Yeah, I mean, it's like... I don't remember I showed Nero some pictures. <laughs> There's a slight video of just Nero, like, reaching out, taking your, like, data pad and directly into the camera on the data pad. It's a picture of Nero hugging and petting Dent. <laughs> maybe it's just a first-time effect. Yeah. Um, What's that? Oh, Get to the that maybe they're just uh, Yeah, yeah. So, so Dent, Dent's gonna go look around for a computer. Does he see anything? Uh, there are a couple of sort of, like, it seems like basic system sort of monitors. Like, it's Sort of like if you go into a like large doctor's offices or things, they have like the touchscreen displays on the wall. Someone is gone. So Dent's gonna walk over to one, and you're gonna hear DJ Cupcake in the home, and then uh, he's gonna go and try to interface with this computer and see if we can get a layout of the land. Yeah, uh, pretty easily because this is an employee uh thing. There is just sort of something labeled like map, um. Uh, etc. And so you can see actually highlighted on it, uh, now that you see there's East uh, Loading Bay 3, um, and it is kind of in the center east side of that main building. Um, and you can see there are labeled several doors. Uh, there is one if you went directly sort of north from where you are, in the middle of the... Uh... Oh, cool. Thanks, Roll20. You just really saved up that di dice roll, huh? Um, there's a door sort of in the middle of the northwestern building that would get in. Uh, Can you, like, click on the map where that is? Ah, okay. There you go. Sorry, I was drawing, and so I just put several red dots inside it. Uh, so there's a couple of doors there. Uh, there's another one up there. And Loading Bay 3 is over there. So that it's sort of center of the east side. So that seems to be the layout. Anything more detailed? Like, can can I can I try? I mean, this is going to be a roll, but can I try to get more of a blueprint view of like the data center? Sure. Uh, give me an intelligence check. Um, any chance that Ed is going to be able to help with this? Sure. Yeah, he can. All right. Uh, if I see him trying to do something, I can kind of walk every, over and you're sort of really like, like weave your way through the people who are like <laughs> just like sitting petting the the linoleum. So, yeah. so Ed gives me advantage, or not advantage, but gives me an advantage on Arcana rolls. Is it also intelligence? Uh, no, that's specifically Arcana because Ed is magical. So, okay. so 
how how is, is, uh, is advantage plus out? the guidance because we'll say that you're okay. also sort of sending ed to investigate separately because ed sure. interface okay. with data separately from you all right here goes oh shit that was a saving throw my apologies uh um, it doesn't look like you have proficiency so we can just save that 15 um yeah it's fine it's a 17 no, plus guidance yeah yeah just save the good roll okay all right i'm okay. not gonna punish you i'm not gonna make you all roll dice again for minor housekeeping uh, 21. uh yeah you actually are able to get through uh you have to kind of go through uh an in uh, a slight employee system and actually this is uh uh a little bit easier because it's a break room uh, computer and you can actually get into uh ed has the suggestion of looking for delivery manifests and also just sort of other like guidance things uh, and there does appear to be a terminal that's located essentially if you went in from that southern door you'd go more or less straight north and then it'd be on your left and that's that there all of the doors there are locked uh they're bio locked um inside and outside the building so that seems like that will require a gene mask or hacking um but outside of that that seems to be sort of the only main security and that's what the uh bio thing yes, is for so the, the gene mask should take care of that 100% okay um uh well i know where we need to go um how many cupcakes are left uh it's probably about another dozen okay i assume uh that uh, this this is me asking the part there's like another uh, four of the safe ones as well uh are are we bringing are are Dellen and i bringing cupcakes i don't think so right isn't aren't these for you for who for for you guys Oh, yeah so okay so my plan was we don't if we take the the truck directly north from this building turn that corner then we can just kind of park it around the back of the data center and we don't even have to go around to bay three necessarily granted they'll probably be ready for us and kind of wondering why we're not at bay three but it might take a minute they might radio over and be like oh the driver is so dumb they went the wrong way it'll take a minute and they won't right or do we want to like drop y'all off and then keep going around to bay three because i just worry about what is nero's role in the rest of this because all he knew was cupcakes well, we have to decide at this point if we're all going to the data center together or if we're dropping Nero and Dent at the data center. Sorry, Dellen and Dellen and Dent at the near. Thank you at the data center and the rest of us going back to Bay Three to we just unload stuff like as if yeah keep up yeah, appearances. appearances because then okay. hopefully we can get Dent and Dellen back. Um, you can drive the wrong way again. And accidentally get them, you know, act, act, and get yeah, them back. Yeah, pick them up and then, and then circle around. And, and we I can think, communicate to you when we're ready to go. Assuming know, that we can. Out. I mean, we don't know for sure that when you're in the data center, you'll be able to send outgoing messages. There may be ways well, that that's when blocked. When we step back out of the data center. I do have message cantrip. We also Is that 120 feet? No, that's, that's way, way more. more. <laughs> we, we have okay. data ports and stuff, though, so can't we communicate... Yeah, those. But I'm saying that we don't know that the data center doesn't have ways of blocking that type of Similar communication. To what like wise man has. firewalls, You've seen essentially. That as well. Well, why don't we just try right now where we're at, and then you know when Dellen and I are done, we'll leave the data center complex. 
and then you can swing by. Okay. I mean, we can also just say like, you know, you have as much time as we have unloading the truck and we'll try and buy you as much time as we have. And then we're just going to have to bring the truck around because we can only solve it. They can just walk too because Dallin's got the jean mask on. Yeah. They can walk day three. Right. I mean, it would be better if we could pick him up because I think Dallin's going to be real slow walking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a pretty big distance. Um, But my point is just like, if you're in the data center, even if you come outside, right, I'm just thinking of like minimizing suspiciousness. If you come outside of the data center and like send us a text, assuming you can, because we don't know um, where and how and what areas they cover and like whether or not like you know if we can send each other messages while we're all on the same bluetooth network here does not necessarily mean that you can send it from where you are to where we are if we're more than a certain distance or not on the same network you know so i just uh, that's all i'm thinking about and so i'd say like if you can send us a message do if it's blocked our next plan is you know assuming like we know how much load is in the thing like we'll go as slow as we can um and buy you as much time as we can and then we'll bring the truck around and if we have to try and hide the truck we will or you can manufacture a flat tire or something True. like that uh last last contributions to this plans and then we can go ahead and enact it um i have this really nice video of mr jimbles what, what if what if i comment on this video it wouldn't be a direct message to you but if you saw the comment whatever I and say. That's brilliant. Yeah, let's try it. I mean, assuming messages, you know, assuming you can connect to, right? <laughs> if you <laughs> if you can, I think it's going to work great. I think that's even better. So yeah, let's do that. Okay. So you sort of have the plan. You're going to drop Dellen and Dent off uh, to infiltrate data center. Uh, you'll go around and try to legitimately unload and just keep that up. Hopefully they message when they're done. Uh, if not, You'll buy as much time as you can and then just swing back by to get them. Um, that sounds good. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, take like a f- five-ish minute break, if we can manage it, because we're going to wrap up uh, in about another hour. So if we take a quick stretch legs, etc. We'll get back into it with uh, hopping into the plane. We will be back in about five minutes, everybody. Hello, everyone. We are back. So the group has settled on a plan. Dellen and Dent will be... Deploying to the data room. Yes, I am trying to use a lot of words to start with D for that. Um, while the remainder of the crew goes around to docking bay uh, three, or sorry, loading bay three, uh, and unloads a pile of heavy metals. Uh, Dent came up with the idea of commenting on a video of Mr. Jimbles to uh, signal that they're ready if they get done before the group comes back, or the group will come back as soon as they are done with the uh, loading and unloading process. So, uh, you, you all, uh, just to keep, uh, things rolling along, uh, you all head back down to the garage level, uh, since probably better not to get caught with the giant room full of people that are absolutely tripping balls. Um, and, uh, pretty soon actually there's a ping on your data pad, um, or on, rather on Asana's data pad, uh, that the docking bay is ready, um, you load back into the truck. Uh, if you sort of like, you know, tap on it, open the little sort of front access, uh, Dellen will get through into the front so that it's easier to drop him off. Um, and then what you were going to do is you're going to have Asana drive like due north so that she basically pulled up to that northwestern building, let Dellen and Dent off. Then she'll continue east, go to the docking bay. 
Um, uh, you accomplish this. You drop uh, Dellen and Dent off. Uh, then you watch the truck uh, carrying the rest of your friends sort of roll away from you. Um, Dellen Ressa is... used guidance on us before we left? On one of yes. us? Yes. Uh, probably on you, uh, since Dellen is kind of screwed anyway. Um, you uh, sort of get to the door. Dellen is uh, doing his best to sort of pull himself together, look normal. Um, he'll uh, put his palm on a pad next to the door, uh, which will slide open, uh, and you all uh, walk inside. Uh, this is very different. The other the other building you were in had sort of very wide hallways. It was clearly designed to have lots of people pass through at a time. Uh, these are much narrower. Um, you could have a person going sort of either way in them, but if they were any creature sort of like as large as you, it'd be a very tight fit. Um, so you file in, you kind of remember where you were going. Um, you get to uh, the door again. There's another one of these sort of uh, gene markers. Um, you don't hear anyone so far. And Dellen will sort of put his hand on it and uh, step inside. Um, inside, you see something very similar to what you've seen in Asana's apartment of a large uh, curved monitor for viewing and then a small sort of dat pad and then a bunch of processors um generally around that's a it's about all that's in this room there's some other seating but it seems like this is primarily a data entry point and like a data management point um within that uh we're gonna you sort of uh step to the terminal and do you want to connect the the hack pad that you had mm-hmm. plug that in um the way that Wiseman explained this to you and Asana sort of rewent over this, you can sort of just search for things in sort of plain language, and it will handle decryption, a bunch of the protocols, etc. It's hacking made easy. You may not get you may not get as much information as say someone like Asana might, who would know if to look for things that have been covered up, etc. But um it made it much more feasible, for example, for you to be doing this without Asana. Uh, you can think about what you would want to start searching for, but first let's pivot to the uh, loading bay team. Uh, you pull in, um, and it's a you know sort of ramping designed to make it easy to get stuff in and out of a truck. I mentioned that this building was about three stories tall and then also goes uh, down several stories the bay that you are uh unloading things in sort of a little bit faces out to fabrication the building has been configured so that essentially the entire space is empty this is like a six story stretch of just open air scaffolding is going around sort of central a central large object that appears to be being worked on uh and once again there's someone with like a little Data pad, check you in. Oh, yeah, 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 you're, you're unloading? Yep, that's us. I sort of just, like, look around. Like, I... Okay, yeah. Uh, off you go. Uh, just, uh, go to. Is there... I mean, visually, is it obvious where we should be stacking things or putting things? Uh, <clears throat> you're essentially at ground floor which means that you're in the middle of three stories up and three stories down. Uh, there is like a sort of a pair of what look like large freight elevators 
to use what you would you you you've experienced elevators there so like there's a couple of platforms that are clearly designed to move up and down and that appears to be the only thing that you could really access from here um so you would assume that you just start loading stuff there okay i'll go team yeah we'll get off Uh, do we and we have like obviously things to pull yeah the, you have the metal loaders. stuff out, yeah. yeah. I so. can lift things as though I were size large, so I look really impressive lifting up like the really, really big, heavy things just by yeah, myself. Yeah, as cool as that would yeah. be, Nero, I kind of feel like we should probably not. It's a fear bulk trait. Size large, <laughs> but still your eight strength. <laughs> uh, My strength is 11. Oh, Thank you very much. <laughs> Right, you dumped Khan, not straight. I dumped Khan, which is still a nine. Um, cool. So you start on that process. You can see lots of work crews around. Um, whatever this thing in the middle is, it's very large. Um, obviously I'm going to look at it as much as I possibly can, okay. like uh, without being too obvious. Yeah, I'm not, not like stand gawking, but uh, give me right. a perception roll. Um, uh-huh. And then I will come back to your results in okay. uh, a minute. Uh, meanwhile, yeah. in uh, the data center, 17, I saw the four and I'm like, good <laughs> Christ. Are you giving yourself guidance? I don't oh, think I can. Can I? You can. Rolls. Okay. You can guide yeah. yourself. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking I couldn't. 17 is pretty good. Uh, are good, too. You're massaging what? your eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so 20. 20. So we'll come back to what you see with that uh, in a little bit. Uh, Dent, you and Delon are in the room, and Delon's just sort of like, uh, I extremely hesitate to say this, but I think we've been successful. Oh, okay. Um, uh, well, uh, do I kind of see, like, a nice little Google search? Uh, essentially, <clears throat> uh... The, the hack pad that you're interacting with is just like a data pad, uh, and that's where you'll input your terms. Okay. Um, and then with this, I assume that Dent isn't going to like need to parse through all the information. It's just going to be like, a am going to copy all these files over, and then we're going to process the information later. Uh, you it. certainly can. Um, you also kind of are... Especially if you connect to the data pad, you're going to get largely a stream of what's going on. Um, okay. And sort of Dellen will probably do the same uh, while also sort of propping himself up to look at the door to try to keep an eye on things. Sure. Okay. So I think first thing is going to be looking up like current operations that Dracon is uh, doing uh, regarding anything close to what it is that we're looking into with the time and so on and so okay. forth. Uh, no data is returned for that. Anything on Jararith? Jararith? Uh, um, a variety of things, but they mostly seem like they're just uh, mostly akin to what you'd have publicly available. Okay. Um, uh, remember that uh, this group seems like it's more recently been working mostly with Foro as opposed to Dracon. Okay, uh, then we're going to change subjects and we're going to, you know, look into Oro. We're going to look into Driders generally. We're going to look into their specific nanotech and, uh, you know, kind of anything along those lines. You know, any 
top secret mech related stuff any contract um you begin pulling data uh and the the actual is sort of giving you feedback on things uh it's moving through directory systems um and it does establish after a little while as you're sort of trying these ideas out uh um a connection to uh, essentially a, a division of the database um that seems to exclusively be concerned with foro projects um you do see uh you find you're pretty sure some specs for uh the fabrication of a nanodrider um uh that was put through relatively recently um you follow kind of that branch uh, of information and see that it was uh, you see a mission report around it uh, it went missing in action um, with several mechs uh, whose control nanites uh, determined uh, had entered a blackout zone uh, and chose to self-destruct including the destruction of the mech personality core um, they do not know why because it was in a blackout zone uh, but that would indicate that uh, those mechs were probably deeply compromised. Uh, that'd be the only reason to destroy sort of the personality core as well. Um, do you want to start pulling records on the mechs, or do you want to look for more action reports, or... Um, any information on where they are now, and then mechs. Like, where where they currently have people acting if uh, you see a, a brief report that uh there are a pair of executives who had been uh not executives but a pair of operatives that had been dispatched to moon tree city to sort of oversee the performance of these mechs um for an operation which is classified out of the files like the data isn't there for what that operation is um uh and then uh, you see a fabrication order uh, for a couple of uh, three, specifically, uh, mechs um, uh, of an MA series, um, which you remember there were three mechs uh, in that sort of strike team that you took out and assumed was the lineup. Anything you want to examine in particular, these of they don't have, uh, for example, foro personnel records. This is a link that this manufacturer needs. They do not suggest that there are more foro mechs like this in the area, at least that they manufactured. Okay, um, so they're probably not going to have anything about security details or anything like that for any of the locations that we're heading to. I don't imagine the ones that you're heading to, no, because those are Dracon facilities. Okay. Um, I assume that as a party, we probably would have discussed these details. So does anyone else have things that they'd like to chime in with at this point? You can feel free to over the table this slightly. Yeah. Uh, well, I was just thinking, wasn't, is this all already like the question of the like dense connection to these? Isn't that one of the other big things we're here investigating? Like what's a dense connection is Dent connected to Foro and like as a predecessor or as a, right, is the tech the same? And then also like whatever those like, what was the the thing with like there, 
Eliza, we had to like purge out like Control a bug, the essentially. The corruption. Yes, the corruption. Yeah. Is that all the same that we've already been covering? No, those records haven't particularly been accessed. This was much more around manufacturing orders and like locations, details. Also, is, is it possible to get any information about us and why they're after us or what they know about us or other things like that? That the Nano Drider had some stuff. Yeah, yeah. If if there's anything on the control nanites and on, uh, you know, individuals that they, be well, I mean this this particular company probably wouldn't have that info. I don't think. What Foro is right? Because well, th this is a company that works with Foro, but is not Foro themselves, right? Though you do seem to be into a partitioned database at this point. It's. Okay. A wise well, man had essentially suggested this because it might be a backdoor to get to Foro systems. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'll look up, you know, any sort of relevant search terms about, you know, anomalous figures that have, you know, taken out their machines or whatever. You find multiple things that are linked, again, to redacted reports uh, around this strike team that seemed to consist of a nano drider and three mechs uh, originally having consisted of a nano drider the mechs were added on um, it's a little bit difficult to tell uh, as you begin to move search terms and you begin to look for more on like the mechs uh, and the development you start to see schematics pop up um that are sort of around these that would be fabrication instructions. And as you do so, all all of you, actually, here... Like all of us, all of us? All of you. Here, oh, dear. Somewhere high above you, a sound of cracking, Ooh. straining, and then shattering. Like in the cave? Yes. Very similar oh, to no. that. Dent, as you look at it, you see records begin to flow and you see them flickering one almost between colors. Like one set of them is green, one set of them is blue. The records that you've been looking up to for now displayed green. Everyone who's standing outside or loading, Ressa, on your 20 perception, you're looking at it, what seems to be a very large... Uh, Obviously, this is where the fabrication work is being done. Um, you get the sense that it is a fairly large, uh, uh, but from the little bits you can see, detail-oriented piece. Like, possibly a very large mech. Um, like, you're seeing sort of joisting and circuitry. Okay. As you hear this shattering noise the building in front of you is flickering back and forth in one view you see a large sort of construction platform a platform you're standing on the building as you walked into it but sometimes then when you look at it it is instead wreathed in the sort of four sort of clover shape that is foro's logo um and you see many more mechs that look very much like Dent moving back and forth. Uh, you are not entirely sure which 
physical space you are interacting with. Like you sort of take a step back in instead of the clang of sort of the gantry way that you've been standing on. There's the thud of cement, but then does, you see it. Does this feel like when the time was flickering in the church? Yes, it feels very similar to that on a much bigger scale. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, wow. Uh, if we can just super fast circle back to Denton Dellen, uh, to D&D, if you will, um, I think Dent's, like, sufficiently freaked out, uh, and he's gonna be like, hey, uh, uh, uh Dellen, th- do you think we're done? I, I think we're done. Dellen is, uh, Dellen's eyes are very wide, uh, as the data is flowing through. Uh, and Sam, I need you to pick uh, green or blue. Oh, shit, hold on. The green trying was... to find this in my notes. What the was blue it? one was the one that was safe, I think. No, shit. Uh, this is this is uh, this is this is the text colors of what you're seeing. Green was sort of the color that the records that you've been reading all along, and you're starting to see them be interposed with similar records, but they have blue text but you can kind of only look at one at a time. Every time you try to sort of focus on both of them, uh, your head sort of feels like it's going to explode. Very similarly to when you saw Delon stutter through time when you caught him with lightning lure. So wait, Um, sorry, you had been seeing green, and then when it started flickering, you saw both green and blue? Yes. And blue. I I was going to go with blue because hating on Delon was the green orb. And blue orb was good. So we're going to go with blue orb. We're going to go with the blue text. You get a record. The armor was located after a long search. The records were difficult to translate to the geography. But in the third location that they searched, they finally found the armor that was both like a mech and like a creature. Living, fully alive, and yet utterly synthetic. The key. Green or blue? Do I just go hard in the blue? Yeah, go hard in the blue. What would Dent yeah. do? I mean, this sounds yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, th- this is the this is the the Dent answer right here. Yeah, so. they fucking like mentioned this by like you keep following it. Blue. They followed the methods in the records, the suggestions, the lessons, the documentation. Green or blue? Unless otherwise notified, we're going with blue. I think. <laughs> Give me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Um. Now, is this your first throw? Yeah. Has been less than a minute, because then he would have guidance. Uh, guidance doesn't apply to saving throws, and you use guidance oh, on shoot, yourself, and right. it's a concentration spell. Yep. Oh, right. Um, I also feel like it's definitely been more It's than also a been definitely yeah, way more than a minute. Yeah, it's also definitely been more. Uh, this is a whiz save. All whiz right, save. here it goes. Good thing I have a, a good minus one to wisdom saving throws. Should not have an advantage, but I hope that 12 was first. Five. It wasn't. It was five. Okay. <laughs> 20 i hate you so much uh, <laughs> have an inspiration if you need it i mean you're not in the same location yeah yeah uh, so i couldn't i tend to let you need to at least be sort of shouting distance uh for okay. some reason i was whispering that role uh take 13 psychic damage oh wow okay any its energy was indeed the same as the trees or at least very similar Perhaps it was a derivation of it, a subtle altering from a time long past. Perhaps the trees had been different then. The records themselves did not seem to be clear. They spent little time trying to extract its energy as the records had indicated that 
Any such attempts were likely to meet with failure. Indeed, even with the most precise instruments, they were unable to do much. Green or blue? Blue. Uh, give me a wisdom save. Please not the one. Please not the one. Please not the... That's a zero. I think Dent is just going to die, guys. <laughs> that is a fumble resulting in a zero. Oh, Can Delon help you? You have a lot of hit points. Uh, take nine tough. psychic damage and roll me a d20. Okay. Uh, I'll roll you that d20 while I do the psychic damage. That is a Minus. one. Ah. What is with our crappy rolls tonight? I just got two ones in a row, yes. friends, but I, wow. I hope that was a good dent. one. You s try to hold your mind on this blue text and feel something about it, some uh, wrongness, some difficulty. It is not as easy. Uh, and your vision sort of splits for a second and in front of you is green text. The suit contains several magio-mechanical contrivances that suggested something very similar to modern Magitech data ports and data exchanges. While these contrivances didn't appear to grant any data access, based on standard port interchanges, our scientists speculated that they would have served a similar function if they worked as intended. Other group... Can we get the, the text of this? I'm going to get the text of everything that you do. Uh, all the ones that you get, I will paste up and give you as a record. So, cool, yes, do not attempt to write all of these down unless they're salient points. Oh, I've been writing them all down. <laughs> so was Elise. Other group. <laughs> Just like, no, it's... You see all around you now um, impossible geographies, rooms that are taller than they are, but both are true. Gantry ways of cement. Kitty! Um, <laughs> gantry ways of cement filled with mechs and then the next minute gantry ways of wrought metal with only you loading and unloading things and then in the next moment as Ressa sort of stares in at the center of the room at this large object which for you Ressa is sort of flickering in and out of existence uh, the rest of you on the gantry way We'll hear a sharp metallic clank of metal hitting metal. Uh, and next to you, about 15 feet down the gantry way, you see a metallic figure that looks very similar to Dent. Standing on a metal gantry way where previously you had only seen it when the world flickered to concrete. And you see it point at you and scream. Shit. Dent, green or blue? Uh, Dent has... Some hit points left. We're gonna go with blue. Some hit points left. Uh, the researchers were able to apply the techniques, this is blue text, that they had found in the records to heal the suit when the experiments took a toll on its physical or mental well-being. Group in the loading bay. You see this creature on the gantry way pointing towards you and screaming. You see it sort of spin Almost as if it's looking for <laughs> compatriots. Kitty, sorry. Um, you must pay the kitty it's due. Uh, and seeing no one around it in this bare space, workers far below you and far above now looking, wondering what the hell is going on, uh, you will see it reach up into thin air uh, and conjure a sword from nothing. <laughs> Dent, green or blue? Well, that one didn't make me roll anything, so we're going to go blue again. Uh, roll me a wisdom saving throw. Wow, you had to speak up, didn't you? 
She did. You got your reset. Also, we do. Uh, I'm curious as to what the green is also now. But it's mm -hmm. fine. 14. Thank uh, God. You take no damage. Uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. The records guided research on a powerful new tool. The descriptions of those tools had been among the first of the records that the researchers had discovered. Development had taken nearly 50 years, including both initial fabrication and the improvements suggested by the records. Those 50 years coincided closely with finding the armor entity. The domination nanites proved to be the key. Nero, the what? creature with a sword, has now begun sort of bursting into a run at you. And as it swings, uh, there is a sickening sound of twisting metal to the point where it snaps. Uh, as suddenly you are standing on concrete in a much more enclosed space, uh, and its form is contained essentially entirely within a wall, writhing forward, its limbs twisting in as it impossibly exists within another object. What's happening? Can I go forward and touch any part of it that's out? Yes, you can. I do that. Uh, it's metal. Uh, as you look at it, um, you look at it, sort of, you're now much closer to it. You see a familiar sort of Damascene pattern, uh, similar to the metal uh, that forms Dent's body. Everyone, uh, I think this is Dent. <laughs> can I, like, start rushing over and Yes, I was going to say, now, everyone uh, who's in the loading bay, what would you like to do? Uh, did you say that other people were seeing this thing, too? Yes. Okay. You, and Catch, actually, as you ask that question, you hear a scream from beneath you, but only, like, about a, a story down. Okay. Where in, in where you walked into, there were at least three stories down. This is the floor, a story below you. Uh, and you see a, an elvish man um, seemingly trapped in a pillar the same as this robot just just to be clear what is this figure that they're witnessing right now is it like how dent looks now or like one of his other forms more like dent would normally in moon tree isle in moon tree isle yes so like the original form we know dent as yes um i would like to rush up to the one that's in the wall and thinking about the everything Dent had talked about with like these things apparently being controlled by something. Is there anything I can do to see if I can purge it of something that might be controlling it against its will? Give me an investigation check. God. That's a natural one God. for a We've had so many nat ones. I don't like... understand. Wow. I will say, Ressa, if you wanted to use your inspiration for Minnow, yes, this is possible because you're in the same place. I'm also, I'm very sorry that your camera's focus is just like, nah, yeah. <laughs> you're somewhere four meters away from where you are. I, yeah, I have no idea what it's, it's doing. Blurry. Totally. If you bring your f finger up close to it and then pull it back towards you, that sometimes allows the autofocus to kind of find you again. No, it, no, it lost it. It loses like right there in the it, middle. It feels like I'm it's gonna... not autofocusing. It feels like it's hard focused. Yeah, I'm going to unplug it and plug it back in. Sure. So you uh Oh, it's working. <laughs> but only if, yeah, okay. only if you lean forward. <laughs> okay, well, that looks fine. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We found a solution. Uh, so Wait, I think you have I an inspiration. Thanks, Ressa. Yeah. Welcome. Oh my God. And guidance. Please. Okay, do I get the guidance since Ressa yes. is actively helping me, Galway? 
Yeah, she that could be Ressa's it. action. She saw you bursting forward. I can I can count that. 17. That's a total of 17. The thing is trapped so that that right arm that was swinging in with a blade and sort of its lower torso is trapped back in this pillar. Um, not really a pillar, it's more the corner of a wall that was definitely not there in your area. Uh, but it's head and sort of upper torso and its left arm are there. As you move forward, it is sort of flailing at you with its left arm. Um, you do see as you sort of look at it set uh, in its chest um, there is a small glowing red like particle. If before you saw these sort of things that needed purging were sort of this ashy dark gray it's like one of those, but it is bright red. I guess um, I'd yell to Nero, catching Ressa, like, I think we've got to get this red thing in it out. Assuming that's kind of a turn for me. Yeah. Uh, I would say, given that you're a rogue, if you want to, you could try to do something to get that out. Yeah, I mean, I would happily use, like, if it looks like something I could use my thieves tools to kind of pop it out yeah. as opposed to okay as opposed to shooting it in the chest yes <laughs> bam, bam. which is yeah. a last option give me a thieves tools roll i could also heat the metal around it with my super amazing flame 28 oh. there we go nice 28 feels good you sort of look at it and you sort of quickly see that there's a slight gap where it's sort of being mounted just very like very slightly it's in a setting uh, and you slide uh, a pick underneath and just sort of wedge. It's actually not would be a pick, it would be a shimmy. Um, uh, and this pops this little dot of light out. Um, and as it does, you see the metallic form in front of you go entirely limp. All systems on it, any of the lights that you could see are gone. Um, and the metal itself begins dissolving almost into a kind of ash. You killed it! Yeah, Minnow is horrified. It, like, drops everything she's holding and, like, just backs up like, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, give me a d20 roll. Three. As you back away, just sort of dropping things, uh, for the briefest moment, you the particle sort of drifts off the end of your thieves' tool and touches your skin. And in your mind, you hear a voice. It sounds very much like dense if it was derived of any kindness or warmth or affection. You are here. You are our quarry. Dent, green or blue? We'll mix it up. We'll go with green this time. What is this? Make a constitution save. No. <laughs> Introduction of the control nanites enabled Foro scientists to create copies of the consciousness within the armor. They were then, over a painstaking process, able to introduce these copies into increasingly complex mechs. While the consciousness didn't possess the sheer processing speed of a raw mech, they did possess the capacity to learn and grow. 
resulting in older mechs gaining abilities that were beyond the expectations of the designers, including the ability to directly wield their own magic, regardless of the spells that were initially programmed into them. Uh, Do I get a sense of the date for that file? uh, Of that file? Yeah. Uh, That would date about 15 years before where you are in Moon Tree City. Have, and we haven't witnessed any... I mean, were the mechs that we fought before using magic? I don't... No, not particularly. Uh, certain of them did seem to have programmed abilities. So I will say, for example, the Nano Drider used Spirit Guardians. Like, straight up used Spirit Guardians. Okay, um, right. Eliza is technically a nanite-cyborg hybrid, so that's a little hard to tell. Um, but you have seen certainly mechs with some level of mechanical ability. Uh, a number of things are almost the mechanical equivalent of, uh, like they, they just cast prestidigitation to clean stuff. Um, like they, they have a spell infused in them. Um, loading bay crew, uh, this thing is dissolved to dust. Uh, Minnow, the thing screamed in your head and sort of you staggered backwards from that and the little speck of burning red light uh, drifted to what is now a metal gantry again pile of what you now sort of recognize as nanite ash lying in a heap where there had been a mech Uh, the very very twisted remains of an elven uh, fabricator somewhere below you Um, screams are emerging Uh, people are setting into widespread panic. The ones that are on drugs especially, or? Oh, they haven't had time to be on drugs yet. We should go get Dent and Del. Let's get out of here. Yeah, we, this seems bad. Should we help these people? No, we need to get out of here. There's, I, there's nothing we can do. Yeah, there's, we, that thing looked like Dent. There's nothing we can do. Okay. We need to get, we need to get Delon and Dent. Okay. Um, so you all sort of pile back into the truck and try to go. Yeah. Uh, as you all sort of are piling in, catch behind you, so to the south of where you are, you see striding across this sort of open roadway complex. You know, it's not like it's a road particularly, mm-hmm. but inside this complex, a pair of figures, man and a woman, both wearing suits. And you see both of them look at you and sort of them. Gross, Galway. Uh, and then you're hopping in the truck and just telling Masana to floor it over to Yeah, Del and floor Del. it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna uh flip off the people in the suits. Yep, good. Good. As we go tearing out. Dent, green or blue? Blue. The most recently translated notes. Or sorry, the most recent notes indicate that the predictions from the records have come true, and the forerunner should be nearby, with a group of temporarily displaced others. The forerunner's presence should not produce an anomaly, but it could be hard to tell. Then you sort of stagger backwards from this, because this uh, information and all of this seemed... You were able to guide it, but this was much more... You were not inputting things on a data pad at this point. Um... Delon is trembling. 
Uh, you look up and you're not in a building. Uh, you see several buildings around you, but they're all in a slightly different configuration than the complex that you entered. You look back, sort of trying to figure out what's going on, and back far to the east. You can see the gleaming lights of Moontree City, and though you haven't been there very long, the lights are different. They're built up more. There is there is some areas of floating city, but now you can see almost another layer of Moontree City up in the air. And very faintly, as you see this light in this very different place flicker back and forth rapidly between a skyline that you're more familiar with and this other. Very faintly, you see the edges of cracks built out of the sky itself, and you worry what shape they might take. You are driven from these thoughts by the sound of screeching tires, and catches shout of, IN! IN! Let's and go, let's are, go, let's go! You are back to the room that you are standing in. Delin is wide-eyed, trembling. Uh, you hear the screeches vague from outside a building and a couple of doors down. Uh, I whisk up Delin in my arms, uh, grab whatever data pad we had with us uh if if i had eyes they'd blink a couple times and then uh i'd book it you get into the uh truck um you watch as the surroundings now as you sort of are all outside moving through it buildings almost seem to move flickering in and out of existence and then slowly the flickering settles you are at the northwestern building of a complex of five buildings. In the middle is a giant hangar, factory floor. In the southwest, there is a low domed ceiling building where presumably there's about a dozen, dozen and a half uh, employees tripping balls, uh, frosting stains still on their face. And as you look at it and wait for the next thing to change, the next flicker to come, instead you are greeted with the side of the massive building in the middle shearing away as an arm several stories tall swings a blade several more stories tall through it time for the big scissors Nero <laughs> yes get <laughs> ready for this moment and with this Asana is absolutely booking it uh, she veers away you see a staggering form that appears to be very similar to the mechs that hunted you that fought you in wise man's first safe house and you see dotted across their sort of face and chest down in a pattern almost akin to a tattoo you can see dark gray a dark gray dusty mass of these nanites, the control nanites that Eliza had spoken of, just sort of writhing and moving over this massive form. And as you book it out of the gates with, again, 15-odd Moonwatcher Microsystems employees about to get very fired, probably, for uh, being extremely high on the job, uh, with a guard uh, standing gaping at the form in front of him, and with two 
suited forms, tilting their heads curiously at your truck leaving. We'll wrap up for tonight. At least we got out. What (laughs) is happening? (laughs) Mind blown. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Uh, This one was a little bit... I love that you introduced hallucinogens to what I knew was going to come in this, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Also, was there a point to those cupcakes, or did we just get all those people fired for no reason? <laughs> we probably just got them fired for no reason. Yeah, oh, that yeah. Way- we, we we were able to hack into the computer to see where I needed to go. Oh, there you, you did have really... much more detailed directions about where you were trying to go because otherwise yeah. you're going to kind of have to wander around the I mean, rather secure data facility that the world was going to break. That did have we people there. in it, by the way. I will I say, in terms say, of like... reward for that, there were people that you were going to have to explain why. Yes, Dellen passed the uh, the the sort of gene marker scanners. He was going to have to explain to the people who thought he, you know, should know who was working there, <laughs> why he was there. Um, Dellen was not in a good right. place for deception checks. Hey, at least our cupcakes did get us something. It was a, yeah. it was a, leg- and it was fun, legitimate plan. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Uh, if you enjoyed this, go ahead and give us a follow uh, here on Twitch. Uh, you can also subscribe if you're catching us on YouTube. Also, if you want to subscribe to us uh, here on Twitch, that monetarily supports us, helps us do more of this, and we would greatly appreciate that. Uh, you can subscribe for free if you have Amazon Prime with a little thing called Twitch Prime. Thank you so much to everyone for playing. Uh, thank you so much to everyone for allowing me to just repeatedly uh, cut back and forth between scenes. Um, for everyone playing, uh, love getting to play with you. Exclamation point Discord. Join the Discord. Hang out with us. Have a good time. Uh, next week, Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, Spire, uh, for a similarly hallucinatory experience. Um, <laughs> Most likely, we are dealing with drugs there too. Uh, and on Friday, uh, we will be uh, Friday 9 p.m. Eastern. We will have more Tier Moon Tree Isle as we are in uh, the home stretch of this campaign. Generally, I hope you tune in, check that out from all of us. Great helpful goat. Thank you so much to the players. Thank you so much for watching. As always, stay safe, be well, be kind to yourselves and to each other. Love y'all. Bye. And that was our latest installment in the world of Tear. And many more episodes await you in the podcast Helpful Goat Gaming Presents. You can also listen to our multi-year 1 to 20th level campaign on the podcast Goats and Dragons. Or maybe you're looking for a podcast called Dom and Dragons where we played D&D with Dominic Monaghan. Yes, that Dominic Monaghan. You can find that on Dom and Dragons in the Goats and Dragons feed wherever you get your podcasts. And if you need more of us in your life, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at HelpfulGoat. Watch us live on Twitch at HelpfulGoat or join our Discord. Please consider rating and reviewing any Helpful Goat product. It really helps us out. And until next time, we love you. Hang in there. Bye.